Holman, it's weird we have a guest in the studio and we haven't even started the show yet. Um, guest, I'd like you to say the following. The following. Okay. See, oh, he, this is why good. we can be friends. He's good. He's good. I'd like you to say, this is Ross Berlanga, and you're listening to episode 244 of the Truck Show Podcast. I'd like to say, um, what was that? <laughs> I'll, I'll do it again. You ready? <laughs> Hi, this is, say it with me. Say it with me. Oh, God damn. This guy's going to be rough. Come on. You ready? Let's ready. try it again. Let's do it. Hi, this is Ross Berlanga of TMI. Hi, this is Ross Berlanga of TMI. Welcome to... Welcome to... Episode 244... Episode 244... Of the Truck Show Podcast. Of the Truck Show Podcast. Wait, hold on a second. Is that what room I'm in right now? I was supposed to be on some other podcast tonight. Am I on this one? You were supposed to be on the Smoking Tire? Yeah, any, any of them. Gotcha. <laughs> All of them. CarCast? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're always beating on my door, wanting me to go over there. I'm always. Sure they are, yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any uh, any uh, battery charge left on my phone because they call so much. Oh, do they really? Yeah. Really? Just wear it down? Yeah, just wear it down. Even with your guys. brand new 14, yeah, right? Your 14 Pro Max, just no, no, killing it? No, I don't have a 14. I didn't uh, buy it. You didn't do it? Well, here's the deal. Wait a minute. Hold on. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Is the guy talking right now, TMI Interiors Trim Awards panelist, Sean Holman? Uh, yes, that would be me. <laughs> I am a jurist in this thing we'll talk about uh, soon. Okay, all right. All right, so going back to the Apple phone, Yeah. right? Unless they offer me in a tremendous amount of money for my 13 Pro, which they did last year on my 12 Pro, uh, I'm kind of like, eh, I can wait a year. But I did. So my Apple Watch is a three. Yeah. And I've been waiting for the ruggedized Apple Watch. It looks forever. nice. I bought it. it oh, I, I saw you I did. You pulled on day the trigger. One. Yeah. I did it. I'm debating. I have uh, been an analog watch guy my whole life, mm-hmm. and um, I'm on the fence. I've the always... problem is, is I like analog watches. Mm-hmm. They just don't do all the things I need them to do now. And so- I will at some point in my life own an Explorer 2. That's like that's my aspiration. But and you know, I, I think I said this on one of your Facebook comments. I wish I would have sold mine to you. I, like, I, I, I wish I you would have also. I would have liked to have kept it in the family. Well, you didn't. Nope. Should have. My, neither of my kids were interested. I'm like, I guess I'll just off it and that's use it towards sad, a car, dude. which I did. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I bought the Ultra. I like it. I was pretty stoked on it. And for what I do, really uh, high cold and heat temperature ranges ruggedized, waterproof, altimeter, barometer, temperatures. I mean, just all the stuff that it has. I'm like, Are they giving I you mean, a spiff for uh, no, promoting it? No. I just, no I'm excited about it because I haven't had a new watch in five years. It, it, so, and that's unlike me for technology. Normally, I'm like, ooh, ooh, take my money, stand in line. Back when you could do that before COVID and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I was definitely the guy who you, stood You are once. in the Apple ecosystem, I as am you firmly, said on Facebook. Yes. I am firmly planted in the Apple ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this watch is uh, probably going to be better in generation two or three. But initially, at least uh, with what's coming out now, it's going to give the Garmin stuff a run for their money. And if you're a dive watch guy, dude. Yeah, it goes down to just, what, 90 feet or something? Or is it deeper? Apple just laid waste to every one of those like $1,200 and $1,500 dive watches that do one thing. It's crazy. And I think here's where I think they missed, though. They didn't put the Bluetooth for mountain bikes and biking on it. That should be the next place they go. Because all the little uh, Bluetooth sensors that go on your pedals for like power and right. revolutions and all yep. that yep. that you use on the bike computers and some of the other smart watches that are out there, they add that to this thing. Pff, it's gonna own it. I bet you it's in there, and I bet you yeah. they'll just they'll tell, probably flip a switch someday. Yeah, they'll flip a switch. It'll be in the next release. Yeah. Oh, by the way, here it's we go. big enough to fit a freaking kitchen sink in that Dude, watch. It has a I love 76% it. Seventy-six percent bigger battery than the regular one. Yeah. And here's the other thing. I well, like, the, I like a big small. watch. The last one was too Dude, small. look. This is the big one of the I first know. gen. It looks too dainty. small. It I looks know. silly. It looks like a I, woman's I like, watch. I like a yeah. hefty watch. Right. So I got a hefty watch. Yeah. September 23rd. Good for you. Good for you. Out in the future. I'm mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. They're shipping iPhones today? 
You can go pick one up, but I can't get my freaking watch for another two weeks. Come on now. Did you already uh, upgrade to uh, the new iOS 16? I did. Look. See, yeah, I have what, not what, done it on. yet. What's on my oh, lock wow. screen? Oh, wow. He's got his uh, Jeep 392 Ooh. with the time, 1955. Look at that. Look at that. That's See? that's time yeah. of recording of this episode. Right. Uh, on uh, whatever day it is. Yeah. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Normally it's Tuesday. All right. Uh, first, we should probably point out to all the people that we didn't see last weekend. So we were supposed to be up in Holcomb Valley, which mm-hmm. is just outside of Big Bear, California, and we were going to be mm-hmm. in an event hosted by Toyo. Yep. And it was called Toyo Trail Pass. And this was not our fault. Nope. This was due to somebody who lit a fire. Yeah. There's a fire, and then uh, the rains came right after. It would have been a miserable weekend. So for everybody out there who texted me mm-hmm. and DM'd me and said, hey, I'm heading up there this weekend. would love to see you guys. Trail Pass is rescheduled for September 30th through October 2nd. And so you guys will, uh, if, you, if you were going to go or you registered, I don't know if you can re-register or if you missed it and you wanted to go and you're like, oh, I really like to do it. Rescheduled, same place, same bat channel, same all that stuff. So um, September uh, 30th, October 1st, October 2nd. So uh, go back there and uh, it's trailpassoverland.com, I believe, right? Yes. Trailpassoverland.com yeah. is where you'll sign up. And if you can't sign up, Give them hell. Say, I want to go. Hey, listen. I need, I need, I need more to see lighting and Holman. Exactly. Yeah, I need more truck show podcasts in my life. Exactly. Uh, all right. So uh, what do you say we talk to Ross for a second here? No, we'll just make him sit in our sweat box and not say anything. Okay, Ross. So we don't have a lot of people come in the studio and hang out with us for obvious reasons, some unobvious. But how hot is it in the studio right now? Oh, it's getting toasty. Yeah. <laughs> I think people think it's a stick. No, they turn the AC off at 6 p.m. when this building vacates and they don't leave it on at night for us and we just sit in here and sweat. Yeah. And by the way, it's not a stick. It's shtick. It's S-C-H-T-I-C-K. By the way, shtick. we have three computers in here. Yeah. We have amplifiers. We have all of our mic and sound equipment. And the walls are insulated with uh, sound panels. So And no AC. And no AC. So we apologize. <laughs> This is how we keep guests from overstaying their welcome, though. And so <laughs> all of the Truck Show podcast shirts that we don't send to guests- We use we, a sweat rack. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> yeah. right, yes. We no. wear them as bandanas. So it's like, everybody's working for no, the stop, week. Stop, stop no. that. Stop. Yeah, we're wearing no, it around no, our heads. Stop, no? stop that. So now I understand what that smell is. Yeah. No, it's funk. It's like, <laughs> it, it's, it's, like it's somewhere between locker room and shoe. I think is be somewhere hair. between locker room and shoe. Yeah, that's, that's disgusting. It is disgusting, but we do yeah. it once a week because I'm we love our you, listeners. I'm glad you didn't mention uh, uh, jockstrap. Why would I go there? Because <laughs> that's your job. You should have. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> well, I did. Haven't haven't missed an opportunity yet in you, almost five years. You don't feel like you're wearing a, a jockstrap under your under your nose like you no. did in high school. I have a beard, dude. Yeah. I filter everything. Oh. I'm like a baleen whale. I just filter out the stuff I don't want and bring in the krill. Yeah. Well, you know, dude, on the way here, I passed a trash truck on fire mm-hmm. on the 105 freeway. While he was driving? Uh, no, it had oh, just so been he, extinguished. He knew he was on fire. And then. it was the second trash truck on fire in two days. I'm like, what? Some people are like, that, that, that show's like a dumpster fire. I'm like, no, it's like a dumpster fire on wheels, right? I mean, you almost tied it in really good at the end, but you, Man, yeah, no, you just miss missed it. it. Well, yeah, yeah, it was I, good. I missed it. I saw I where it. you're going, but uh, I didn't land the plane. So you then, landed in the cornfield next to the airport. Crashed. Oh, the passengers got out. They're fine, but the pilots are both dead. <laughs> pilots died. Well, they nosed that, but everyone got out. and They're like, oh, this well, those is pilots ugly. suck. Yeah, this is glad awful. we'll never have to be on that plane again. So it's weird. And then I get off the I get off the freeway, uh-huh. and I pass all that traffic, waiting for the dumpster fire to get out, okay. to be extinguished. And I pass three dudes, and they're trailing a woman holding. a a lit torch, r- jogging, 
with numbers on them, and she's holding. Well, probably because the Olympics a, are coming to town a, or something, right? A torch, like lit with yeah. flames, and I'm Olympics. like, what? They're probably doing that Olympics thing that because it's, they're coming to L.A. next. When I, I don't Isn't know, like two summers years? or something like that. Yeah, but what they are do, they doing with a torch out Google here? Google it. You Centinella have a computer. No, I'd rather just surmise what they were doing. They're lighting dumpster fires on trash <laughs> trucks on Ooh. wheels or something. Oh, what if they were responsible? No, for it? they no? weren't. Probably. She got pissed off and just chucked it off to the side. No, and... she had it in her hand. What? You thought she was running? With no, it was the two, first one. Two this torches. One. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's get into the show by thanking uh, Nissan, our mm-hmm. presenting sponsor, who has put up with these horrible, gnarly shenanigans for four years now. Do you think right now they're trying to disassociate themselves with us? Like, uh, Yes. I don't know those guys. They've been trying to do that for years. Yeah, but, but we, here we are with like- No, uh, we, we give them lamb eyes. Yeah, we got a lasso. That we, we, we keep pulling them back in, don't you think? Well, we keep talking about their awesome trucks. So yeah. uh, if you're looking for a half My new favorite color, by the way, yes. on the Frontier is the deep concrete gray. What is it called? I just Boulder, passed one this morning. Boulder gray. Boulder gray. It was the sand color. I Now I flipped. This morning saw a brand new one. Gorgeous. Freaking gorgeous. And and there uh, there's like some metallic to it, which is pretty cool too. I wasn't that close. I was it was in the lane over from me. Yeah, no, it's uh it's a great looking color if you've seen it in person. You gotta see it in the sunlight though. Because it's got the metallic on it and it just has kind of like a I don't know, there's almost like a hint of like iridescent sheen on it. It's yeah. just really cool. He was in the carpool lane and I was in the number one, the fast lane, but I wasn't going fast. And he paused next to me, looked over at me. And then ran. Laughed because I was sitting still, and then he kept going. I'm like, I love your truck, dude. Love to see it a little longer. Oh, you're, bye. You're like, I love you. Okay, yeah, never mind. Mm-mm. All right, well, if you are like Lightning and you are envious of uh, Boulder Gray Metallic on the Nissan Frontier, head on down to your local Nissan dealer where you can check it out in person, or you can check out the uh, Titan or the Titan XD. Both Titans have the industry's best five-year, 100,000-mile warranty, NissanUSA.com. And if you're looking to make your full-size, your three-quarter and one-ton diesel pickup truck even faster or improve its fuel economy you need to check out bankspower.com what if i just want to improve the efficiency you can do that that's that there's the reason that you get more power and better fuel economy is because the ram air intake at bankspower.com increases your efficiency what if i want to have uh, more airflow than stock so that i have a higher threshold for uh, dust catching on my filter without losing performance ram air intake at bankspower.com hmm Yes. What if I have a, a diesel truck in California, which allows no sorts of uh, aftermarket part fun? Hmm. Well, conveniently, it's 50 state legal, carb compliant. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. Of course, Banks has them for the Ram 6.7, the Ford 6.7, but for the Chevy and GMC 6.6 liter Duramax diesel. You mean the one that nobody can actually get any gains out of on the dyno because the computer basically undoes any sort of performance improvement from an air intake? Until now, my friend. What? Every single Ram air intake for the 20 plus Chevy and GMC 6.6 liter Duramax diesel ships with an air mass control module. Wait. Is that calibrated so that you yes. can actually enjoy your air intake? Only yes. It allows banks to flow all the air without setting a check engine light like all the other guys. Well, congratulations. I bet I can find my part number at bankspower.com. Yes, you can, my friend. All right. Lots of people out there love off-roading like we do. And if you are uh, going deep in the backcountry, you should look at the Toyo Open Country MT, which is their off-road maximum traction tire. The Open Country MT, it's legendary for durability, off-road performance, long tread life, and it's quiet but aggressive tread pattern and i happen to know how quiet it is because i just stole our ford f-250 mm-hmm. we got a 2019 you've seen it, it's the wrapped I one have. and just before i went to chico to visit my kid we put on a brand new set of toyo 35 by 12 and a half by 20s mm-hmm. on the mt 
So quiet. Has to be one of the quiet, so quiet MTs on the market. Because it was designed to help trucks work hard on pavement and work just as hard when the roads are muddy, snowy, and rocky. Or, in your case, no roads at all. <laughs> oh, wait. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Toyo offers a 500-mile or 45-day trial. Buy them, try them, love them. If you're not completely satisfied after 500 miles or 45 days, they will take them back. If you want to check out Toyo's full line of truck tires, head over to toyotires.com. All right, Ross, this is where you say, guys, let's start the show. Guys, this starts the show. The Truck Show. We're going to show you what we know. We're going to answer what the truck, because truck rides with The Truck Show. We have the lifted, we have the lowered, and everything in between. We'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline. The Truck Show, the Truck Show, the Truck Show, whoa, whoa. It's the Truck Show with your hosts, Lightning and Holman. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's Lightning doing that. <laughs> so are we going to just jump right into Ross and... Uh, that would be awkward. And and pass, and panelist uh, Sean Holman? I mean, we can. I think uh, we should. We, well... How do you want to do, do you want Ross to hang out with us for a while or are you trying to kick him out? No, I think he's here to stay for the duration of the show. All right. Well, I can think I just go on the distance? I'm in it to win it. He is oh, in it. All to right. Win. Well, then we're going to wait on Ross since he's going to be here for a while. Oh, really? What do you want to do first then? Well, I just uh, took the uh, brand new uh, four-wheeler uh, of the year Raptor, just uh, took delivery of it with 247 miles. And I promptly hooked a 1942 Ford GPW to the bumper and towed it up to uh, Camarillo to get some metal fab done to it. So that's interesting because the Raptors and TRXs are not really known as tow pigs. Well, I mean, this thing weighs like 2,800 pounds, so it's not exactly a, a high effort tow. Gotcha. But yeah. when you're putting something that's 80 years old, flat towing it on the ground, and you're watching, I will say the one thing I do like about the Raptor in my short time with our long trimmer so far is you can put on a trailer camera and watch your trailer, and it doesn't disappear with speed. And so I was able to watch the hitch the entire way up there and see if the odd Ford was getting kind of crazy or trying to do anything weird. It actually, I swapped all the fluids out. It has those fresh set of tires on it. So I was like, please don't. I was afraid it was going to be like the trash truck. And it was just going to catch fire <laughs> behind me. And, you know, it's a, dude, it's 100 miles from my house. Would you have Rio. just kept rolling and just like let and it And hope that burn? the air blew it out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Extinguish itself? Be like one of those uh, candles that never goes out. So it made it. It made it. And uh, did not catch on fire, which mm-hmm. is awesome. So uh, when I was up there, I got an interview with the owner, Josh Gordon of Gordon Custom Fabrication. So check this out. He's a buddy, actually really good friends of our buddy, Sean Ramage from Empire Fab. Had originally asked Sean, "Hey, can you fit my flat fender in?" And he's like, "I have no time for like eight years." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, that seems excessive." He uh, he has a buddy, Josh Gordon, who is uh, a off road fabricator, mm-hmm. uh, among other things. He's a metal guy, but he loves the off road stuff. He goes, "Dude, I can't fit you in, but I want to introduce you to my buddy Josh. He, his shop is just down the street from me. I promise you, your vehicle is going to be in good hands with him." So. Uh, had a conversation with Josh several months ago and was like, this is what I want to do. And he's like, let's form a plan, get it up here. And uh, right before I was about to bring it up about a month ago, he got the vid. Oh, bummer. And so then everything got put on hold for a month. And I was like, oh, man. So I called him last week. I'm like, hey, me again. And he's like, dude, I feel it better. Come bring that thing down here. So anyway, it's uh, it resides well, with what, him. Well, stop, stop. What is the plan? What are you doing to well, it? Well, let me just uh, play this interview. Oh, okay. 
All right, I'm here with uh, our friend, Sean Ramage's friend, Josh Gordon, at his uh, company, because I just dropped off the uh, crusty Odd Ford. And you and I have been talking for a while, and uh, what do you think now that you see it in person? Super clean, mint, dude, ready to go. All right, now that the lies have come out, what do you really think? It's got going to beat your budget. <laughs> <laughs> Are we using every one of those uh, pennies? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I figured. I uh, We just walked through it. We're going to redo the front of the uh, bumper and the winch mount and then the seat mounts and then tire carrier and fix a, a slider on it. So uh, I'm giving him all my money. Cup holder. And a cup holder. Got to have a cup holder for Dr. Pepper. I'm going to throw it in free. See, that's what I'm talking about. I, this, this, is why, this is why I came here. All right. So how long have you been in business? Where are we? How about all the good stuff? So that way uh, people listen to the show. If they want metal work, they know where to come. Not to me. I'm busy. I'm booked out <laughs> next September. By the way, I, I booked him out like uh, three or four months ago, just so you guys know. There's no, there's no favors here. And then he went and got the vid on me. And so now it's like four months later. Seriously. <laughs> uh, I'm in Camarillo, California. I've been here 12 years. I mostly do contract work for the government but the car stuff's for fun and sean's my buddy so you found me yeah i found you through our, our mutual friend okay what's up with the old chevy is that a 57 yes it is it's got a 57 looks like a short bed with some massive lone 514 big block that's with 514 yeah and i'm doing a new fuel system on it is that a customer's or is that yours? That's customer's. That thing is uh, really cool. It's like a uh, kind of a cool silver blue color. Is that a Rambler? <laughs> what a, is that, a Studebaker? It's a Lark 8. Studebaker Lark 8. I just bought it for my niece's 16th birthday. Wow, okay. And then you've got, uh, looks like a Porsche Speedster, but that's a real body. That's not a, that's not a glass body or a repop. You can see. All metal. What's up with the front end on that? The Jew, brand French, new, all brand new. Brand new front end from Germany. Wow. Uh, and Sean. Yeah, and his uh, guy Mike came and helped me put it on, metal finish it, get it fit right. So we're oh, holy 90, crap, ninety percent of the way there. But that that car, when it's done, is going to be into the front end. Oh, I mean, it looks perfect. Oh, it's flawless. But when when that car is done, it's going to be Pebble Concours money and, and crazy. It's yeah. it's weird. I, at first, I thought, oh, it must be a repop body because the new front end. Oh, yeah, no. But then with the hood <laughs> off, you can see inside, and you can go, oh no, that's a real car. Yeah. All original metal except that smash front clip. What's is that a Chevelle or a Buick? What's on top of the list? Sixty nine Chevelle. All right. Twin turbo six liter. <laughs> All right. Why is it up on the hoist? Because that one's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like never buy a, a, a mechanic's car, right? Because he never works on his own stuff. Well, I own nine cars. And that's the only one that doesn't run. All right. So <laughs> out front is the Ford controlled Jeep truck, yep. which is rad as hell. And then what the hell is this five-door coupe thing on a truck chassis with, what, 40s? Yeah, it's a 46 Plymouth, two-and-a-half-inch, 14-inch Travel Kings all the way around. Uh, it's a, 60s? It's all eight-lug and full flow, right? Yeah, it's a 60 Kingpin front, 14 rear, and uh, linked. Everything's custom. I built it all. It's a Blazer chassis, extended 14 inches. Please tell me that the seat is either velvet or velour on the inside. Mulhair. Yes! All right. That thing's rad. All right, so there's a square. I mean, dude, everywhere I look, there's there's something cool here. All right, we're going to walk over to the Plymouth. Oh, suicide doors. Yeah, that thing's cool. And this is when back seats used to be uh, big enough for, like, regular people. 
Useful. Yeah, right. Useful. Useful <laughs> for the fun stuff. So what's the engine on this one? Uh, 5.3 LS. Okay, all right. Nice. And then across the way, there's a uh, square body Chevy step side. So this is like straight out of like chips back in the day or something like yeah, that, right? right? Yeah, and it's uh, my buddy Justin, so it's the Ford. It sort of looked like John Baker's truck if you remember chips john pa- baker Ponch had, and john yeah okay remember john john, john, john was had the blonde a uh, guy right yes what's just wrong with you sure. so everyone knows no john was poncherello john <laughs> poncherello what's wrong with you Frank. thank so, you see ross frank knows what? what's up frank, frank poncherello. poncherello got it uh, it's been a million uh, years dude come on it's chips you know dude you don't there's things you don't forget chips 18 and night rider those are three things that an airwolf. I'll throw that in there. No, oh, sorry. Yeah. So why why do you ever guess Mike there? Sorry, say it again. Go what ahead. About, what about Dukes of Hazard and Dukes? There's Dukes, your five. Yes. There's no, your five by the way, right airwolf does not count. Yes, it does. You don't. Who, who's the star of airwolf? Ernest Hemingway. No, he wasn't. So Ernest Borgnine. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Airwolf no. was that guy no. that was the Russian. Two dudes. The Russian no. dude. Ernest Borgnine was the backseater or the side seater in Airwolf. What? Yes. No. Ross, you don't know either. I don't. Yes, you do. Look, what was the guy's name that was in Airwolf? He was like a- It was Jan Michael Jan Vincent. Jan Michael Vincent. But yes. it was him and Ernest Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine. Yes. That's the comedy trigger name. It's not real. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> Ponch and John, dude. Yeah, Ponch and John. Name all the duos. Kit and Michael. Yeah. Ponch and John. Yeah. Ernest and Vince. Ernest and Borgnine. <laughs> Bo and Luke. Yeah. And, uh... Slab Dukes! Slab Dukes! Oh, uh, well, I just named off all the things we can't forget about, and then I so forgot wait, what was, was the fifth it, one. So it was Boss Hog and, uh, what Roscoe was it? Roscoe, Roscoe, Roscoe P. Coltrane. Coltrane. Right, exactly. all right. Anyway. What was the last one? Oh, A-Team. A-Team. Oh, dude, Mr. Yes. T. Well, he's, that's not a duo. Yeah, but Mr. T was awesome. And then, uh, the dude with the cigar out of the corner of his mouth. Hannibal. Yes. Yeah, Hannibal. So this is why we have to have Ross yeah, here. Yeah, but but, but uh, who who was um, Magnum PI? Who was his? Tom Selleck. No, no, no. But who was his sidekick? It was the dude who flew the helicopter. The black dude. Yes. He just passed away, by the way. Yeah, he did. Oh, huh? Kind of sad. Yeah, that's totally who it was. Hmm. Yeah. What, what you, happened are, here? Are, are you just done? Evolved. Yeah. What yeah, do you mean? Well, am I done? You brought it up. I, yeah, but it. You started it. You're like it's chips. Right. Stop it. That's what it looked like. All right, move on. Let's go. Okay, so there's an OBS Ford parked next to it. We just did all the rust repair on the okay. glass on the Ford. And then there's an, there's, this is cool. It's a uh, Land Cruiser 60 series. So it's probably the FJ62, but it has a Safari roof on it. Yeah, the high roof, right-hand drive. So is that a diesel? It is, and it's Sean's. Oh, is that Sean? Okay. <laughs> so those things right now are stupid money. Like, just, like, if you have a clean body with surface rust that's running, you're looking at, like, 25 to 30 without yeah. anything super nice and on it. Sean's doing a full... Full rest zone. And then I'm guessing the Super Duty over here is your daily? Yeah. All right. So it looks like it came to the right place. I'll bring so. a cooler daily when you come back. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. I'll be, I'll be ready for it. So uh, should I come back in, what, three or four months? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope you can be done in two weeks. All right. Deal. All right. All right well, uh, I'm going to get out of your hair so you can start working on my junk because it is junk. All right. There it is. So I, I ended up in a place with a dude who I think gets my vision and what mm-hmm. I want to get done. And uh, we have a budget, and I brought him a little bit more than the budget in cash to cover his uh, his uh, material fees up front. And so I think that formed some goodwill. What'd you bring? Like ten percent over? No, I'm curious. No, I don't know what the whole budget is. So I have no. Uh, it's more than a thousand bucks. Oh yeah, it's a lot more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ten grand. 
No, no, that went into a 392. I don't have that kind of change gotcha. laying around. So, how much free reign does he have? Did you just say, I trust you? You yeah. make, yeah, really I cool said, stuff. Here, here's, here's what I want to do. Here's the functional aspect. Certain things are locked in because of the, compo- the uh, components I brought him. And certain things are, I need this, like the seats. I need these seats to be in this location and I need to be able to access the fuel tank underneath. However, you get there is up to you. Got it. You know, make me some seatbelt tabs and a uh, cup holder. It's got to have a cup, gotta have a cup holder. It's got to have Dr. Pepper. Yeah, in absolutely. <laughs> if I'm going to be out there in the sun, just b- burning away in the desert, uh-huh. enjoying my vintage 4x4, I should be able to drink my Dr. Pepper with reckless abandon. Got it. All right. What do you think about this plan, uh, Ross? It just cracks me up. It's always about Dr. Pepper. It is. It does come back to By Dr. the way, Pepper. Ross and I have known each other for a very long time. So yeah, he yeah. is. Uh, I saw him at your uh, your house party. That's true. He was there. You were both there. Yeah. Yep. I appreciated <laughs> watching your uh, your dad up there jamming again yep. in his band. What's his band? What's it called? The uh, Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo, yeah. Yep. Was that before or after the, uh, the TV show with Ralph Garman? Before or after what TV show with Ralph Garman? Joe Schmo. Oh, I didn't know Ralph had a TV show. You didn't? No. It was on. I, it was. It was. When was the last time you deal. talked to Ralph Garman? Uh, about a month. No, oh, yeah, right. sooner than I th- would have thought. Yeah. When's he coming on the show to yeah, talk about he podcasting? Do anything to, with trucks at all? Zero. I know, which would be hilarious. Uh he would do a. I mean, do you want him to do like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something? He does a lot of voices. Oh yeah, he could do like Arnold. Uh, give us a Hummer review of the new EV Hummer. <laughs> that might be funny. <laughs> That'd be funny. He knows nothing about. No, trucks, that would so. be awesome. What if we? This is what we should do. We should have him come down here, mm-hmm. and we can show him pictures of trucks. And he has to tell us what they are and what he thinks of them by He's, just looking. He at wouldn't it. come down here. I can. I got news for you. But if I we thought you guys to, were friends, you no, but we, me. he would allow us to come up to uh, the the Bat Cave. All right. Well, then let's do it. You know, he's a he's a massive. He so he is the authority on Batman, Batman memorabilia everything Batman. from the from the sixties, yes. especially. He's got his own comic and book. He had a chance out. to meet his idol Adam West many times. No, no, not just meet him. He's the reason that Adam West has a star on the Walk of Fame. There you go. He is the reason. This is Ralph Garman we're talking about. From uh, K-Rock and from, other things. By, by the way, from people listening. podcast with Kevin Smith. Th- this Here's the deal. This is the truck show. We talk about everything. Yeah. It's just what we do. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's no, going to get no, back I'm to not. trucks. I'm not. I'm not sorry about that. You're not going to apologize? No. Why would we apologize? We're giving them off some behind-the-scenes info they can yeah. get anywhere so else. So check it out. He is such a big fan of the 60s Batman that he um, has a room in his house that's walled off by a... Uh, a bookcase, and to get into this room, like Wayne Manor. That's exactly right. You mm-hmm. ha- it has a red phone, mm-hmm. and you pick the red phone up, and the bookcase opens, and you can go into his Batcave. And he has the original cowl that Adam West wore in the 1960s show. He has the cape. He has the suit. He has every figurine that's ever been released. He has every model car. If you think that, how about you know, the Bat truck? If you, uh, he has everything Bat, everything Batman related, and. As far as again the '60s are concerned, so uh, it's the it's crazy. He is yeah, it's wild, wild. Like anytime there's anything Batman related, Ralph Garman to the rescue. Well, it's funny because anything uh, truck related, especially when it comes to interiors, is Ross Berlanga sitting across from us at the table. Exactly. Pull up a stool and share. Pull up a stool and share a story. Pull up a stool and share. How about you pull up a stool? And Share with us. Senor Ross Berlanga, longtime friend of Sean Holman and uh, long-ish time friend of uh, Mr. Lightning over here. Um, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for sweating it out with us. Oh, this is awesome. Love it. It's 
that's lies. No, it's, it's okay. It's you totally lies. Like, you yeah. know, you're lying right to us. Yeah. I mean, you're sitting here, you're watching the... You're the lying cake, liar that lies. The cake well, being made, you know, right? It could be, you know, a little better if we had a little brisket. Oh, see? A little see, brisket, a little yeah. brisket, yeah. You don't have to butter the man up, dude. You're already here. You're already in the studio with us. Our inner sanctum. So you work at TMI Products, famous for interiors. Especially so on uh, and, F100. That's... And especially, especially a C20, I might be familiar with. <clears throat> so, so both. Mm-hmm. So we both owe you uh, for, for taking care of our projects. The first time I had seen your products in person were on Sean Holman's truck on his F100. Which nobody's seen for years. And no one has seen it for years. But it's I, beautiful. I see the outside. Mm-hmm. The red seats and the red the door panels, Beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So can you give us the history of TMI? It was the, not Tanucci. I'm I'm screwing it up. Yes. You should let him tell the story. Tuchinari. Tuchinari brothers, right? There you go. Okay. By the way, a good friend of mine who uh, is a retired police officer who has been on this show, his cousin owns TMI. So he was telling me, hey, I should hook you up with my cousin from TMI for blah blah blah, and I'm and like, like I my nah. close friend Ross is their marketing guy. Yeah, so so it's funny. Just don't how need you, buddy. Small it. world, yeah, small, small world. world, covered, small world. Yeah. By the way, Ross has worked all over the place. Magnaflow, yes. K and N, what yes. worked for a place called KTC Media back in the day, which was like a a um, I guess you'd call it like a, a small uh, you know uh, PR house yep. type no, of a situation. Boutique yeah, boutique. Agency. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so where were you, a lot of these great brands, Russ? Where were you right before, most recently before TMI? Uh, race winning brands. Oh, race winning brands. The yeah. Piston people—they have yeah. all kinds of cool stuff. Absolutely. So, race winning brands. I'm trying to think. JE Pistons, um, Diamond Diamond Pistons as yeah. well, right? Yeah. What other brands? Yeah, JE. You got Weisco. You got Diamond. You've got uh, Trend. Uh, what else? You got Boostline. You've got uh, Dart. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot Dart was part of that group, too. Yeah. So you were with race-winning brands, and then you came over to TMI. And how much did you know about TMI when you joined? Sure. So TMI, uh, I first was introduced to them back in about uh, 2014. And around that time, I was able to see a friend of mine's, uh, 66 Chevelle, um, at the SEMA show. And when I saw his Chevelle, it was just way over the top. And it was the first time I got to see uh, a really high-end uh, custom interior that somebody could buy just right off the shelf that somebody can call in and order and it was mind-blowing for me so then of course at that point in time is when I really started focusing on on the TMI brand well TMI was known for Volkswagens like okay. Beetles and interiors oh, see, like I that. didn't know that then got into American cars see I always just yeah. knew them for, for the truck no, scene and right? well, the but truck the truck scene's only been for about five years or so really? right? right six years what so, yes, the, the, the big push into work because I think you get seats before but then you guys got into door panels and dash covers and carpets and just a whole like full on redo the inside of your truck the same way you might do a Beetle or something like that right and that's it yeah and so it, it, it was one of the things there, there were a lot of small companies or not a lot of applications you could get certain like if somebody focused on let's say like a 56 big window ford f100 there might be a xyz company over here that made some parts for that or you might get into the oe replacement category stuff that didn't look custom right if you need to recover a bench seat or whatever tmi took all that experience from the car side and basically said we'll give you a custom truck interior for your chevy c10 your ford f100 and basically build everything that you need to have an all-new interior but if you have a custom truck and you don't want a boring vinyl-covered bench seat that has no flavor or style to it, you could do the split buckets, you could do the split bench, or you could do the console, 
Uh, so there's different seating configurations and just on and on. So finally brought the ability for that custom interior to the truck market, which is why I fell in love with them for my F100 because I didn't want a stock interior. And if the truck wasn't stock, it deserved better than just a stock interior. Yeah, and also I think something about TMI is they've got a production line set up so that you're not waiting nine months to get it. I, have you been there? Uh, no, it's but I, massive. No, but I have watched tours. So I, yeah. I, I watched two YouTubers who have both done the full tour. It's awesome. You walk into that facility... And when we were doing the truck, it's sort of like this install bay for R&D kind of on one side of the building. Mm-hmm. Then you walk out the back door and you're like, oh, my God, this warehouse is enormous. And there's pallet racks all the way to the ceiling and there's foams and there's fabrics and there's vinyl and there's all sorts of things. And there's 8,000 sets of you know hognose pliers laying around. And, and then there's a customer install area in the back. And there's just there's it's just a really cool place to go check out. It's, it's fun to watch the artisans over there be able to install stuff. And I, I could stand there for you know, all day and just watch guys tear apart interiors and put them back together meticulously. So, Russ, before you joined, did you understand the breadth of their product line? Did you have, or did you walk in the first time and go, oh, snap, I didn't, oh my God, this catalog is deep. I had a hint uh, based on just uh, walking the SEMA show, seeing seeing, uh, so many different cars with TMI products and then seeing uh, what product offering was in their booth. But then once going into TMI, just like Sean touched on, it was mind-blowing. I'll never forget the, the moment right after my interview, being walked out onto the mezzanine and, and uh, hey, check this out. And they, you know, they want me to go look out uh, over the top of all the manufacturing. It was mind-blowing. It truly was. Like, holy cow. I mean, you guys are building. Real. It's a factory. You're building factory. Yeah. the patterns and the yeah. seats there and, and you're From stocking A-Z. stuff there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really – and when and when you guys did my truck – uh, you know, pulled a couple people off and they were sort of in the R&D and you guys had a Wrangler in at the time that you're doing Jeep interiors for some of the newer Wranglers. You had, uh, I think, an old Chevy back there that you were doing at the time. And these guys were coming in and they're like, hey, you know, I think it was over the course of a few weeks. And it was like, hey, here's the idea. This is sort of what we want to do. And then to come back and see it put together, it was like, that stuff's mine. Whoa. You know, yeah. this is really cool. Absolutely. And every person's got, you know, their own taste, their own uh, unique vision, what they want to do with their vehicle. Uh, And because of that, it's really neat to be able to help guide that customer, take them through that journey. And um, and because of our staff, we're able to help help them execute that vision. It's really cool. So the person calls in, orders up uh, their their custom interior. We send them out some swatches. They're able to to finalize that. Hey, this is the this is exactly what we want. We did that with with you and the C twenty. Right. You know, with Lockjaw, that was really cool. And once everybody physically sees it, then okay, now I have a great idea of what what's going to uh, be in my vehicle. And you know, in particular, right now, it's just trucks are so hot. Everybody's got to jump on that. And uh, what you know. And right now, uh, one of our biggest things is our deluxe bench seats. Yeah. That deluxe bench seat, you know, 60 inch or 55 inch uh, bench seat that has, you know, a fold, uh, fold down armrest and it's got, you know, great storage right in the center. And, and you can get gets, cup holders too. Yeah. And the, the cup Dr. holders. Pepper. Absolutely. Yeah, Always. Heck yeah. That's sure. super important. Uh-huh. And you know what? And depending on the size of Dr. Pepper, you might be able to get a little koozie in there too. Ooh. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, All right. We're I'm talking, right? I'm liking that. I'm liking that a lot. So you got to love those, those creature comforts, you know, that are available uh, in the seats. And then once again, now it's not just about a seat it's having that whole package having uh, not just the seat but then you got your nice door panels dash pad carpet i mean you guys are doing headliners you're doing visors so that everything matches all the same material you can choose your seats like the uh the pro series universal sport gt 
is their low back seat with headrest. You can also get the uh, the super the Sport XR, which is the low back like old school seat, and you can get it with like the grommets in it, like in the old Le Mans cars and stuff like that. You can get it with suede inserts or Alcantara. You can get it with piping or stitching on it that's contrasting. Uh, there's just a, a million things you can do uh, with the look. I mean, everything down to like replacing the vinyl buckets in like your '67 Mustang where it's that low back and it kind of has that vinyl that's been, you know, kind of has the pleated vinyl in it. You could get something like that from TMI and replace it and it would look very close to stock. Or you could redo, you know, a lot of the the older cars and stuff have those rear seats that, you know, are one big unit where that where the whole bench like snaps in. TMI will sell you that whole unit to replace your back in whatever style you want so you can redo everything, door panels and seats and But I think where crazy. it all falls apart is TMI doesn't have any trunk kits. I think because... Oh, Oh, wait a minute. You have a crap load of trunk kits. <laughs> wait, who has trunks? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying, like, every guy who's got a, a truck has a car as well. And I'm, I'm it, it, so it's the full picture. It's literally everything. I uh, actually don't have a car. Oh, man, you're right. You don't have a car. Mm. So maybe not every guy who has a truck has a car. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not true. Yeah, maybe it's not at all true. I don't, I don't have a car. God. Mm. Nor do I. There you go. Yeah. See? Really? Yeah. No is, that, is that your black truck out here, by the yeah, way? That's yeah, it. I thought that would be yours. <laughs> what year is that Chevy Silverado what? So it's so the 03. 03, gotcha. Yep. TMI interior? Not yet. Uh, it's <laughs> coming. Not yet. You work well, there. You got a rep. It, it, so it's a GMT 800, and it's it's on our- uh, Arguably uh, the our, best uh, version of the uh, Chevy trucks, by the way. Absolutely. So uh, we, we, just, uh, we just finished up our new door panels uh, that are uh, finishing out the 95 to 98 OBSs. So now that we have a complete OBS line- We'll be able to move up to the GMT 800 very soon. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah. So who decides when a truck is worthy of creating an interior? Is that is part of your job? Like, hey, the market is big enough on this vehicle. Um, I mean, at, at what point do you, re- you reach into the, the teens and, and you know current model years? Sure. So great question. So with that, uh, I put together a, a five-year product roadmap. And based on that uh, five-year product roadmap, uh, uh, working with my sales team as well as my R&D team and engineering, once they, uh, once they saw what I was putting together, then also put together some competitive analysis on everything that we're seeing out in the market, what's, uh, what's trending, what's hot. And then uh, everybody um, you know, takes a final look at what I put together and gives, gives their blessing and off to the races. So here we go. What have been one of the most successful um, vehicles. So on your, as you've been there on your product roadmap, you've said, "Hey, let's let's do these five vehicles over the next couple of years or something like that." Is there one or two of those that have really stood out that you were surprised by, or that you were like, "Hey, told you guys that was maybe under the radar, but it had such high demand because that's you knew that's where the market was going." Not so much with that just yet, because uh, there's there's so many different holes in our current portfolio that the guys have been working really hard to fill in all those gaps. So we haven't got to that that point yet. Yeah, of really uh, uh, venturing out into the new territory that um, that we have uh, on our uh, five year product roadmap. But nonetheless, um, I'm looking forward to get, getting to that point. One of the new things that we did. Uh, was that that new deluxe bench? Yeah, you know, uh, with the fold down armrest, and then uh, that thing's that, awesome, by the way. And then on top of that, uh, something that came out last year was our double diamond stitch. So our double diamond stitch, really excited about that because it, it's a unique stitch that the diamonds never touch. The the oh really the stitch gets really close to each other, and it's all done on a CNC machine. 
there's a few new newer patterns that that looking on the website that I haven't seen before. Uh, one of them is the the brown vinyl with the uh, lighter oak colored suede insert mm-hmm. yep. that has sort of the the filigree sort of looks like a rocket taking off in a way, right? Sure. Yeah, that is, pattern. That is super super cool. And then the other one that I really like is uh, the the uh, it's on the Sport S lowback and on here. It basically is like, uh, I don't know, like half a chevron, like just the top kind of sure. angled. Yes. It's just really kind of clean and classic. Sure. And the way you guys have it with the vinyl on the outside and the suede in the middle, uh, contrasting colors, is just really, like, you look at, I mean, you look at all the photos on the website and you're going, yeah, I can totally see that. Like, I, I'm a big fan of the grommets. Uh, for the right car, I think there's like some Mustangs and stuff. So, we, like the so 70s. we played. We had didn't we have some a C10s couple, or well, the C20? Awesome. We had some different grommet ideas. Sure. And I think we said no at the very last minute because we thought it was a little too. Uh, what did we decide on? It was like not too muscly, right? right. But there was it just. I mean, there's definitely it, a vibe, right? Yeah, yeah there's a vibe to that. Now it's not just chrome grommets, right? Not just stainless. You've got them like I'm looking at a bench seat here, which looks like two buckets. Connected with a center section, but it's it's a it's a uh, it's a bench. It looks bitching. But anyway, right. these are these are like a black chrome grommet. Yes, and it looks like they've got uh, I don't know. It's about three quarters of an inch ID on these things, so they're big. Yeah, they're like not tiny little grommets. They're huge, and they look super cool. Um, I, I think these are. What are the guys that are choosing a seat like this? That's got the big grommets down the center. Sure. So the the neat thing with. Uh, with a person that's choosing grommets uh, or any other pattern is now we're going to be able to carry that theme throughout everything that they want. So whether it's the seat or to the door panels and uh, depending on the vehicle, uh, also onto the dash. So to help carry that theme throughout everything, it's a very unique uh, uh, opportunity that the customer is able to experience and then able to watch it come to life once it hits their doorstep. So I'm looking at like just the color swatches that you have on the website, which I'm sure is only a small portion of what you guys have available. There's 50 of them, 50 combinations that are just sitting there for you to 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 click and choose. I mean, if you have a certain car or truck, and you're looking for the right color to do your interior in, like you guys, you guys can deliver and make that just perfect for somebody. Which I think is why you go to SEMA, so many vehicles have TMI interiors, right? I mean, because Absolutely. you guys can nail the custom side of that. Well, and the other side of it, too, is think about how many people that are working on their vehicle, whether it's car, truck, and they get it to a certain point, and then they send it off to paint, and then it's gone for a while. Yeah. Or, or, and then also during that same time, they get it back from paint body, and then they send it off to interior purgatory. Yeah. <laughs> right. And yep. everybody's like, oh, man, when am I going to get it back? Well, how about driveline wiring? Purgatory. Well, how about before you send it off to paint and body, you get everything measured up, order up some interior from us. So while um, your car is getting painted, well, uh, you know, everybody at TMI is putting everything together for you. So we're going to be able to align our schedules with yours. We're going to be able to uh, ship you off your interior. And so when you get back from paint, there, you, there it is. Start you'll be able to install it over a weekend. Yeah, have your buddies over with some beer and start making your interior uh, come to life. So think about that. You just gained a year back <laughs> yeah. on your bill. Yeah, and it's not at like Francisco's corner upholstery shop where he's like, yeah, I got you, but it's like a three-year waiting list or something to get anything done, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys, and the nice thing is you guys offer so many different products and patterns that it's really hard. I mean, sure, you have the basic stuff, but on the custom stuff, no two things are going to be alike. 
So it's not like you're going to have the same bench seat as the guy next to you. At least it won't appear that way because you have so many customization. I mean, just looking at one bench on here, the first thing is color. Then it's the stripe color, contrasting color. Then it's the stitch color. Then it's what brackets do you want to use. And then you go down. I mean, well, there's so many options to make these exactly what you need for your so truck. So we, we know that some places, like when I would go to, um, a, a, there's a big deli up in West LA that we'd go to. And the menu was so massive that you'd sometimes you'd stare at it and go, I and you'd have to ask the waitress, what do I get, right? How do you help the customer who was like, well, I, I want a brown interior and I'd like a contrasting color. What, what? And then you're like, well, what? How? Why does he talk like that? What's, because he does. That's okay, his just, accent. Just, all right. Because that's just, where he's from. Well, really? Where? Where's huh? he from, Lightning? Missouri. <laughs> that was a Missouri. Oh, yeah, it's from Missouri. So now the uh, the Okies are mad at me, and the Missourians are going to be mad at you. <laughs> yeah, Got it. Okay, we're just try- we're just trying to lay I'm waste to middle America. Yeah, okay, yeah, absolutely. No, come on. No, I got in trouble from uh, Oklahoma last week. Yeah, so yeah. So my sales team, they all have their own way of helping that customer. You know, take them through that journey. But for me, when I'm at a different show or or event, I like asking the person. So, uh, hey, what are you working on? Okay, great. What, what kind of motor do you have? And then once I fi- find out what kind of motor they have, it's usually a tall tale of, okay, this is how this build's going. Is this a full rest of mod or yeah. is it just a restoration? Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't think Is this grandpa's truck with a straight six? So, exactly. Or you slammed on a roaster shop tra- chassis with and a I big old supercharged 6.6 yeah. six, six, uh, so Duramax. So based on that yeah. engine, the engine is just a big tall tale sign of like, okay, this person is ready to go down this path or they're going down a different path. Okay. Let, let's talk about quality because sure. the product is a very high quality product and they're not cheap. It's the right, you know, if you got the money to do a complete car, you're going to be stoked with what you can get out of TMI, right? But, but how, but, hold on a second. Go but on. let's talk about what goes into the construction of the seats and the door panels so that somebody listening is going, oh, TMI, I want to go to their website and check it out. What can you tell them about the way it all comes together so that this hundred or $200,000 build that they're doing? Or a fifty thousand dollar build, or twenty five thousand. That you guys have a product that's going to elevate that ride, no matter what the price point is. Perfect. So, fortunately, TMI makes everything in house from A to Z, and with that, it, it's not buying a frame uh, overseas that's uh, square tube or crush bent tubing. No, it's mandrel bent uh, steel that is uh, set up perfectly uh, to the specs to fit uh, uh, whatever that vehicle is that, that you're. Looking to um, customize, which, by the way, is a safety issue. There you go. Right? Yeah. So, and so you guys three D scan everything, right? Yes. Yeah. So do. everything is three D scan and then drawn up in CAD. I would assume, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Got us the same every time. Absolutely. So, so after you go through um, that um, portion of it, then we uh, we also pour our own foam. So we're not using cut foam because cut foam it looks great at the beginning, and eventually cut foam is going to have um, some major fatigue. And then the oh, foam really? is not going to bounce back. And then you're really going to feel it, especially on, I know eventually you want to get the, the C20 on the, the Power Tour. Right. If you're sitting on crushed foam, it's going to feel garbage. Well, what is the difference the of the actual foam, the, the cells? Like, what, how, how is it? I have no clue how it's different. Sure. So because we're pouring our own foam, we're able to make a very dense foam. That's, um, because of that, it's, it's completely purpose-built. And um, you can control the shape. chemistry of, yes. the fo- of the chemicals of the foam that you're pouring, right? Yes. And then <gasps> after the can I hide something in the foam? Oh, hey. Now you're talking. Like a yeah, your pepper? Spa- like your spare set of car keys? Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> yes. I'll have to ruin my seat, but I can get home. No. In <laughs> 
Coleman's, I sh- I want to hire, I put like a dead fish in there. So like two years later, it starts to smell. I was thinking like, I <laughs> you know the joke's on you because you put a dead fish in my F100 three years ago and I still haven't seen it and now it doesn't smell anymore. Now it smells up our shop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, uh, could you? Could you actually give someone and hide like a, a silver dollar or something in there? No, but uh, I think we've had some, uh, see, uh, some, uh, Heating and maybe some cooling, uh, you know, uh, things in yeah, there. Well, that's no yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking about hiding Grandpa's urn in there, aren't you? I like it's be. his truck, and you want him to stay no, with it. Oh, mix it, just mix it in the ashes. Yeah. yeah, and that way Grandpa's always along for the ride. Oh, that's bitch. That is a special service at TMI. It will cost you. <laughs> no, 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 no. 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 Ross is saying no. That's not a. G- I thought we just figured out a new business for TMI. <laughs> Put that on your five-year plan, pal. Because right. I think that's right. We're genius. Come oh, on, genius. You take can, those ashes. And Suck it, Ross. <laughs> you can you can call it the um, what would we name that? The uh, urn? No, 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 no. It's called uh, Earn Grandpa's Respect. <laughs> oh man, man, that sounds like a sad trombone, though, to me. No, you think no, so? Yeah, I think I think you need to call it like. Um, so, so <laughs> there you go, huh? All right, so uh, let's get back to the phone thing. Oh, you said you wanted the color ash, not that you actually wanted ashes in it. Right. Sorry, our mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so go back to the foam and explain how, so you can control the, the chemistry and makes it make it more dense. But doesn't break c- down, longer lasting. Right, but it's not a pain in the butt? ass. Like, couldn't you just No, call? it's not a pain in the ass. Oh, see what you did there? Here's the problem with a oh, lot I'm... of these custom seats that come from overseas that have, like Ross was talking about, cut foam. Uh-huh. Go put a year of driving that on there, and your butt is bottoming out into the frame. And that sucks. This goes back to kind of what Holman asked you, how do you plan on new vehicles? And you said you've got your five-year plan. It's part of your gig. Are you looking at bolster deformation over time? And, oh, because here's what happens. How do I tell this delicately? Because I'm not good at this. I took a trip with a, with someone, and this someone was Easy. This someone was Easy. wide. And, w- and this was a brand new passenger seat. Okay. And when we got back from said trip, this long, many thousand miles trip. Big tad. This is a brand new passenger seat. Okay. I think probably no one's ever sat in it. Truck still under warranty? It's still under warranty. Good. It's that new. Yes. <laughs> okay. And it, it, this 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 right hand passenger bolster was com- blown out. Comes back. It it is permanently deformed, and I can't get it back to its normal look. It's got a crease in it. It's half the height as the as the side on its on the left side of the same seat, and I I it's thrashed. Leather's beautiful, but it's not looking good. It's just uh, it's like someone popped a balloon. Sorry so, to hear that. Now that's more common. On the driver's side, of course. Sure. So what I'm getting at is, or the leg bolster where you slide across into your truck. Well, that's the constantly. that's the one I'm referring to, right? Okay. So on the on, it's always blown out on the driver's side sure. for trucks that don't have maybe amp steps or something to hop up and get over it. Everyone just kind of slides, slides out it. of their truck and just destroys it. The one close to the center console is in pretty good shape, right? Mm-hmm. But the one on the outside is always just whacked. So are you looking at those to say, all right, here are the trucks that those- So are you asking if he's doing durability testing? I mean, a little bit. We we definitely do durability tests. Do you have like one of those robots that's shaped like a butt and it just over all day long? No, but no, 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 no. I know it is. His quality of TMI product is is great. I'm not asking if you're doing durability on your product. Okay. Are you looking at what trucks deform and get thrashed faster? Not only that, but also looking at like all, all those '80s cars that you know, whether it's from uh, you know Camaros, some Fox Body Mustangs. You know, yes, we already touched on OBS that uh, they were working on, but 
um, looking at all those 80s cars, those all those vehicles, their interior is hammered. Like so G-bodies. Oh, my gosh. There's just a ton of them out there, millions of them. Just everybody needs new seats. Everybody thinks, I'm going to go to the junkyard, and I'm going to go find a G-body. I'm going to grab the seats out of them. No, and you're not. All the seats are roached because even if the seat fabric or the vinyl isn't horrible, it has the foam is completely disintegrated and dried out. And it just like rains like foam dandruff onto the carpet every time you sit on there. And rats won't even go in there because there's no useful foam left for the rats to make a nest out of. Yeah, absolutely right. Or the horse hair. Like the really old stuff with horse hair? Dude, no good anymore. No, that's TJ. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Oh, those are Tijuana made seats? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Really? You still get those today, I bet. Can you really? I'm horse hair seats? Bet you you can. Hmm. A lot of stuff down there. I got wicker seats last time I was down there. Yeah. Which is why your bolster was blown out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, so by having it uh, completely molded and um, having that, that foam set up in a way that it, um, it's all structurally sound, we're going to have that nice rebound. And so uh, by, and that's all because of having dense foam. And so the cells are tighter, stronger. And uh, after we pour it, we actually run it through machine to actually compress it. And it actually helps break in the foam like immediately. What to the same. So it's, it's, a, it's a positive mold that's squishing it or mm-hmm. how are you yes. breaking it in? No, it, that's exactly it. We're squishing it down and then uh, letting it release. So it blows out all, all the gases and gets that, that foam ready to go to, um, into the production line. You need that for your butt. I have some, no some problem s- squeezing out the gases. <laughs> well, I guess you're right. <laughs> Never had an issue with that, ever. <laughs> so the fabric, the leather, the faux leather, whatever you want to get. Vinyl. Vinyl. By okay. the way, vinyl's way better. I know everybody wants leather, but if you want durability in a, in a custom truck or something like that, actually, the, in the vinyl's C20, way to go. Actually, in we did get vinyl, actually, because right. you yeah. recommended vinyl. And 100%. And, I, and if I showed it to you, you'd be like, no, that's leather. You, you, you wouldn't know. No, you would the, argue the with The quality me. is yeah. good, but I'm telling you, everybody, because I went through this, oh, no, I want leather seats. And everybody who builds custom trucks is like, you do not want leather seats. You exactly. think you do, but you don't. The durability, the look, how long it stays together and looks nice for a show truck, you want vinyl. Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting you say all that because uh, everybody has a certain perception of what vinyl looks like. And, and they're wrong. And, and <laughs> Just say you look wrong. at those old, uh, those old vehicles, those old OE uh, materials. Yeah, it definitely has that plastic look. But the newer vinyls are amazing. And plus it was like that's one what, mil put it in the with like cloth yeah. backing and it always cracks and you can see yeah. the, like, the backing You see the through. fiber coming yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't yeah. – yeah. I'm telling you, if you saw Holman's door panels or his seats – you would argue that they're they're leather. I would like it. to show people that someday. Well, and come and pay get back it. TMI and more than just a podcast. Come and get it. A few months ago, my dad stopped by. And he's hanging out in the office, and he sees uh, he sees some of our products sitting there. So he went over and grabbed uh, some detailed stuff, and he goes to clean it, and he grabs some leather cleaner. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm going to clean you know the seat. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, but you know. This is the right stuff. No, no, that's vinyl, not yeah. leather. It well, was wait a really minute, but exciting what, because but leather cleaner won't hurt the vinyl, will it? The vinyl's like impregnable, it's, but it's not. It's not intended for it. Okay. So yeah, there's different chemicals in it, and so uh, so with that, you definitely want to use the the vinyl, you know, uh, mm-hmm. cleaner. So he was going to use like A1 steak sauce or something on exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. It. Yeah, he's okay. going to use A1 steak sauce on bacon, <laughs> and you're going, dude. No, no, it's not for bacon, right? right? I'm, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna have a, some barbecued chicken with A1. Nope, not right. not for chicken. But the neat thing was, it, it, I think it? It, was yes. it, it was a great compliment to these new vinyls that are out there. That the way the seats turned out, that you know he was completely fooled and thought that um, the stuff that we had sitting on our showroom floor was all leather and it was vinyl. 
Yeah. Dude. So of all these materials that you've got, are you, is it hand cut? You've got guys back there with giant, those giant like 12 inch long scissors or are you doing laser? It's a CNC machine and we're able to cut up to uh, eight stacks of material. And wow. so we're able to get a lot of cutting done all at one time. Um, so depending on the, on the order and the amount of uh, products needed, uh, you can cut a whole lot of stuff at one time. So are you guys doing custom dye or, or are you ordering the vinyl and or leather or whatever material is in that color? Is it, is it How does your, that work? Is it to your spec? There's a certain spec of material that you guys require for your seats and stuff? Absolutely. So um, we are specking out the color and, and based on that, we are specking out um, not only the color, but then what type of material. So um, it could be suede, it could be cloth, it could be vinyl, it could be leather. So based on all these things, we have all the different uh, tolerances, you know, and, and what uh, what our QC team goes through to make sure that this is acceptable and this is not. And um, you know, every once in a while, unfortunately, uh, we'll run into a bind when uh, run out of material, and we ran out out of yes. stuff for the C20 like at the last second. We're like, no, and so we're rushing, hustling to get you some material so we can make sure we pull through. No, you got it. You came through. Oh man, flying colors. The favors he had to pull, though. You can't talk <laughs> about it on the podcast. No. <laughs> All right. So we talked about some people could go to jail for doing those kind of favors. So we talked saying? about the supply chain. We talked about ordering materials. We talked about 3D uh, scanning. We talked about your CNC machines that cuts it. And we talked about your Made in America seats, mandrel bent, frames, all that. So once you have your seat frame and now this piece of fabric and the foam, what is what do they do? What's a, what are the steps for building a seat? Like what's the craftsman doing at that point? And are there are there people assembling every seat? Is there are they sewing it right up there in the factory? What what's that process like? So now there's going to be a work order that's going to each of the seamstresses. And there's there's dozens and dozens of seamstresses. And um, how do you make a handcrafted uh, seat look handcrafted? Well, you're doing it by hand. Yeah. So it's neat to know that they are taking that kind of quality and craftsmanship. That is a, literally a skill set. Absolutely. Right? That, that's a, that is a now, lost art in America. Wait a minute. You're saying a handcrafted item has to be made by hand? I know. <laughs> what a concept. That's crazy. I thought I had to go to Etsy for that. Well, it's funny. You think about all these mom and pop shops. That that were upholstery shops in every town that had a hot rod culture back in the day, and they're all gone now. Yeah. Like, where do you go, or where do those people that were handed down that skill set by maybe their uncle or their grandpa or their dad or or, or their mom or their grandma or whoever? It seems like that community has got to be a pretty tight community, and you have a lot of them working for you at at TMI. Like, what's it like to have that level of professionalism and hand craftsmanship on the floor? Of these, I guess they're they're learning from each other, and I'm guessing that. I mean, you just don't put something, an ad in the paper and go, oh, I, I need an upholsterer or something, right? I mean, that's a learned skill. Are you guys doing training there and, and learn teaching that next generation? We are teaching, and uh, and, and thankfully we, we just have a very, very tight-knit, very high-qualified uh, group of people that really care about their job, and it shows in what they're producing every single day. It's, it's not just a seat. It could be a carpet kit. It could be a headliner. And no two projects are the same that's coming across their desk and what they end up sewing. So you don't have a us. bunch of seat people. You Everybody can do every part of the product. Exactly. Okay. No way. Yeah. So you can, it's quite impressive. You can flex your workstations depending on what the the breakdown or take rate is on your SKUs. So sure. if carpet kits are all the rage all of a sudden because of promotion, everybody's doing carpet kits. Right. And if a seat promotion goes out and everybody can do seats. And so you can flex that workforce into whatever product you need them to basically create. Absolutely, 100%. That's pretty cool. So what is the next product that you're not supposed to tell us about the TMI is coming out with? 
The next product. Well, we got a couple more things that are uh, that are up our sleeve that's coming out at SEMA in just about five weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then. So you have to wait. Speaking of SEMA, how did Holman get roped in with our friend Sarah and Teresa at LGECTS into being a panelist or a judge for the TMI Trim Awards? And what is that all about? Wait, what? Yeah. So, oh, you didn't am know I, that am you, I, were, you didn't know. I'm doing that. I read about oh, it yeah. in a press release this afternoon. And I also, forgot to mention that too. Marcel Venable. Uh huh. Also, I haven't seen Marcel in a long time. And Jason Mulligan. Yeah. That's a pretty. That's a pretty tight crew right there. I feel like these are all mini truckers from back in the day that you just called up. <laughs> right. No, I'm an off roader. <laughs> yeah. Sarah and Teresa are off roaders. And Marcel's mini a mini trucker. And I think they Jason's, some mini Jason's definitely. Mini He's trucking. way mini trucking. Yeah. yeah. What is the deal? How How are you uh, involving SEMA builders? This idea actually stemmed about about seven years ago. Kevin Oste and I were sitting in a bar down in Long Beach. Wait, no, uh, the, Kevin Oste's the super mega voice. Kevin Oste, that guy. Uh, that's the man. Host of like every everything, uh, everything. Yeah. everything. Kevin Oste, the hostie. We have of everything. We haven't had Kevin Oste on the we show. Could. Have we? Yeah, we should. We should. Yeah, we should. Yeah. He, when when he talks, like y- your voice just sounds like a mouse. It's like, it's like <laughs> it's our ridiculous. friend Yan uh, uh, at uh, Prefix. From Vegas. Yeah, and also uh, Brad, the other guy, the big voice guy. Is it, isn't it Brad Brent? What's his name? He does like the NHRA stuff. Are you talking about Brian? Brian. Loans? Yes, Brian, Brian, Brian Loans. Loans. Yeah, it's like Brian Loans. Man, you, yes. I'm bad you with need Prevagen, dude. So what? Who cares? I don't care if I don't remember names. Who are you? Where did, how did I get here? <laughs> Just, could you take him home? I don't what know is, if he's what, able to what drive. Is You're going that way, right? I'm not familiar with that. It's that well, uh, I know, it's I know the jellyfish is. supplement they sell on Fox <laughs> News for people like you. Can't remember anything. Yeah. Wait, what did I do wrong? Why, why do I got to take him home? Uh, <laughs> sure, I guess I have the pickup. Though. We both have pickup. Yeah, yeah. Here, you take half of them, I'll take half of them. All right, oh. here we go. There's enough of me to go around, is what you're saying? <laughs> Do the, get the quiet. stretch test? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's disgusting. So, uh. yeah, about seven years ago, Kevin and I were <laughs> talking about this crazy contest idea. And then sure enough, finally, everything aligned. We're able to put this uh, together, and we're really excited uh, t- uh, especially this year at SEMA with so much, so many things going on with GM not being there, Ford not being there, Honda not being there. I mean, all There's the different contests. There's a lot of square, square footage to eat up over well, there. Well, not only that, but yeah. I was just thinking of contests. Oh, yeah. Right? And content. Awards. So content as well. So all, all that stuff is lost. Thankfully, uh, you know, th- thanks, Sean, for joining us. For that, we'll be able to. <laughs> and I really appreciate you guys calling me too, because I'm, right? I oh, it was, a, it was an honor to be considered a a panel. Yeah, no, well, sorry. well, I you know, I when I give you a panel, I, and you know, and you're having a hard time bolting it in, that, that was that's <laughs> kind of a, that's kind of hard. You know? Damn. <laughs> But well, he's not very mechanically inclined. I think you're crazy. I'm every bit as mechanically inclined as you are. No way. Yes way. No way. Hell yeah. If we let's have a competition. Which we, you know we should have a weld off. Well, we should have a weld off. <laughs> I need Prevagen. <laughs> you need Prevagen. Do you think they'll pay us for mentioning him three times on the show? No. Okay. Uh, but your demographic's yeah, so. far too young. <laughs> so the the whole idea was we wanted to give back to the industry. What better way to get back to the industry is having a, a contest, the Trim Award, to be able to um, actually put it together in such a way that it's truly open to every single person, that um, every single builder that's going to the SEMA show. Except so, for the top four that are TMI uh, representatives, right? 
The, well, you, on the first couple classes I read, they have to have TMI seats or TMI parts in their in their vehicle, right? Sure. And then a bunch of those. Then under those, there's, there's everything. Another, there's everything. Plenty there's of every, awards for everybody. Yeah, yeah there's truly an opportunity for um, anybody uh, to have an opportunity to walk away with something from the SEMA show. Okay. And that was our goal. I mean, think about you know going to the SEMA show. How how hard everybody works to be able to put together that vehicle. Take it to the show, and then to know all these OEs left, and so there goes all those design awards or you know whatever those prestigious awards they're gone. Thankfully, well, hold on, there's a new prestigious award in town. Oh yeah, TMI Trim Awards. There you go. So according to uh, the press release that went out, so sure. if you want to enter your vehicle, if you guys are at SEMA this year, if you've got a vehicle, you've got a friend who's got a vehicle, uh, it's got to be on display at SEMA 2022, which is the first week of November. The awards will be given away on stage at the TMI booth during the show, uh, which will be you guys are in the central hall with yes. uh, two four four uh, two four four seven seven. TMI has been in the central hall for a long time. That's yes. there. In fact, TMI has been a staple of the central hall for for a long time. Hot Rod and, Alley, as they call it. Yep. There you yep. Go. Absolutely. Uh, at 12 p.m. on Wednesday of that week, which I think is November 1st? 2nd. 2nd. November 2nd on Wednesday. So uh, in order to accept your trophy, you have to be present during the award ceremony. Uh, and uh, we want to see you get up on stage and hoist that sucker That's high it. into the air, right? That's it. Um, and then, now, how big is this trophy? Is it one of those little tabletop ones, or is it like pretty mammoth? Sizable. Oh, really? Yeah. And then and what's neat is the, the top of that trophy is actually a steering wheel, and we're going to be releasing at... SEMA, six new steering wheels, one of which is going to be on the top of that trophy. Oh, very cool. All right. Okay. Uh, so all vehicles must be registered at the SEMA show and then registered with TMI. So you want to hit up TMI early in the week to make sure that the judges know how to find your vehicle because that's always the So you want the them to physically thing. go to the TMI booth, correct? Actually, you just go no. to tmiproducts.com. Even better. Click on Trim Awards and you'll be able to fill out the form. Fill oh, out the form damn. and okay. then we'll know exactly where to go. Hunt down your vehicle, uh, and uh, we'll be able to judge it. Got it. Okay. Now Maybe the P- Truck Show podcast will be uh, there. Uh, we will be there. Oh, great! I uh, will we be there broadcasting in a booth like last year? No, but we will be there walking around with microphones. You don't know nice. that. We? I don't. No. I think maybe you guys should just you know set up. What are you saying? I thought I was going. Saying, no, I, I. You are going. What do you? What you, do you said saying? we wouldn't be there broadcasting in a booth. So the podcast uh, are we? Uh, I, I think it's going to be there to like. Uh, you know, to help cover the Trim Awards. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Well, absolutely. we will be there to yeah, cover right. the we, Trim yeah, Awards. Absolutely. Right. What are you talking about? Of course. We yeah. were always planning on being there that's, for the, that's the Trim we, Awards. That's what we do. Even before it was announced, we were planning on being at the Trim Awards. Well, I was, because I got invited. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, try the veal. Yes. Dip your waitress. Listen, for all those folks, you guys are listening, and, and uh, listen, not everyone listening is in the industry, so they're like, oh, well, I can't see this stuff. Yes, you can. You can. It's called SEMA Ignited, and it's on the Friday. So the Friday, I don't know what the Friday is. Is it the, the 5th, the 4th, the 5th? What is it right there? Uh, sure, let's go with the 4th. The 4th? Okay. That day is open to the public. You can go for the, I mean, the, last year was the first time ever in history that SEMA has been open to the general public. You can buy a ticket. It's like 60 bucks or somewhere around there. You can walk through the entire show all day Friday. And if you do want to get your tickets, I think it's SEMAignited.com or just Google it. It'll pop right up. Buy the ticket, but get there the minute the doors open. It's usually like eight, I want to say, eight or nine. 
and you will spend every moment on your feet walking and walk as fast as you can. Because you will not be able to see the whole show. You won't see it all. You can't see it all. It's impossible. Not possible. You can be there for four days and not see it all. Yes. Actually, get there before the doors open and see all the stuff out front. There you go. Because that's going to take you- Friday's the fourth, by the way. Oh, Friday's the fourth. Okay, so spend 90 minutes as the sun's coming up outside because everything's out there. Oh, yes. And if you are in the industry- so I will be about five minutes late to the Trim Awards because I'm hosting a SEMA uh, seminar called uh, the Truck and Off-Road Builders Panel, powered by Tora. So I'm going to be the moderator on that. So if that thing ends at noon, I'm running straight to you when that sucker's done. Sounds good. He doesn't run. That's He's going to be on that, there. I, I run. I run. Um, and then that's Wednesday at 11 a.m. Uh, and then if uh, you guys are at the show and you wanted to see that, or on Thursday, um, I'm hosting another panel called The Future of uh, the Aftermarket in an Electrified World. And so that one is going to be uh, just talking about, well, what happens when they take away our internal combustion engines? Do we have an aftermarket? That's so going to be some great controversial. Panels, That'll be interesting. It, it, yeah. So we I, need to record that. Uh, Will they let okay. us record it? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I could stand there and you record should. it. With you should. You should stand I wanna, I'm going to plug into the uh, sound system. And then I'm going to make sure that uh, you can't ask any dumb questions. No, no, no. I'm not going to be – I'm not going to stand there and heckle you. Are but you I'm sure? going to plug in and get no. Don't be sure because I might. <laughs> I will plug into the board and get some audio. All right, I well, will ask. Well, we should. They, we should do that, that in the past. We should do that. So anyway, okay. so I've got those two uh, seminars that I'm hosting uh, for SEMA, and then of course uh, doing the trim stuff with Ross and TMI. So uh, and then of course we have podcast stuff. So it's going to be a crazy busy week as uh, per the usual. Something else that uh, um, with the trim awards, one of the awards is a fan favorite, and it's going to be voted on. Just through Facebook, just through social media, which I like. That's cool. Yeah, I think giving, that way it gives everybody that's listening, that's not going to the SEMA show, yeah, a chance it gives to participate. A chance to participate. And how will they vote? Are you putting up a poll, or how does that? They get, or they just by number of comments? Where but, uh, I like the red one. You know, what are they doing? Just by the number of likes. So this is interesting oh, okay. too. So so Ross is clearly a marketing genius because now he's going to expose all these people who think that they're just having fun looking at cool vehicles to his entire product line. Mm. Yeah. Evo scheme. Yeah, it's this Evo solid. Evo scheme. This is solid. Are you, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't okay. see you petting a white cat right now. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> How about the pinky, though? Yeah, yes, yes. 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 Uh, sharks with lasers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, well, uh, I- I- exciting. Uh, thank you for having me uh, be a part of the Trim Awards. I, I love doing that kind of stuff, especially when you thank do it with Thank you my for friends. not asking me. I appreciate it. I get not some free time to Anytime. walk around with a beer. Yeah, yeah. he, he won't ask you anytime. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I know. Anytime. But, uh, but yeah, no, seriously, thank you for that, and thanks for coming in the studio, because uh, we just haven't had very many in-studio guests lately, and you it's know, always better. Let me friends. ask you this. So if you had to guess, what's the delta between the temperature uh, at the start of the interview and the end in this room? got to be at least 20. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think that's so. fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. But since our hands are all sweaty, uh-huh. I think that we need to... Oh, yeah, we, offer, we need to offer him some stuff here. Uh, Ryan Kornblum, one of our listeners from Canada, sent us Hawkins Big Boy Cheesies. <laughs> and what I'm thinking is I actually had people ask me if they were any good this week after listening to last week's show, and I went, well, we didn't even have a chance to eat them. We are morons. So while we are incredibly – there's three bags here, yep. so there's plenty for everybody. So this is a three bags in one big bag. Ross, you get to do the honors. Our listener from Canada, Ryan Kornblum, sent these to us, and we need to know – if these are better, the same, or worse than American Cheetos, because these are Hawkins Cheesies from Canada, and if, if if Jay and I were to declare them worse, middle, or better, we would they, everybody we would get torched Hammered. out of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's up to you. So okay. you're the uh, indifferent so, third party. You're the indifferent third party because you're in studio. You get to have some cheesies. 
Here we go. Okay, like, Ro- hold, like on, hold, on. Texture. hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, he likes the texture. I'm gonna yep. take a picture of Ross, and oh. he's uh, eating. There you go. All right, Ross is our cheesies. It's actually pretty good. I like it. All right, lighting. All right, all right. lighting. No, I, take I, some yeah. cheesies here. Definitely From fresh. Our- I like the crunch. Good cheese. Oh, Dude, the, they're the good. Crunch yeah. is better. Right? Dude, the crunch is better. You know what, wow. You know what I like about these? They're halfway between the little skinny Cheetos and the big puppy yes. ones. They're, they're like, yeah. Yeah, they're I'm, like, not right, sure. no. I'm not sure about it. Let me have Can a... Can you have another <laughs> one? <laughs> mm. I'm going to take uh, two so, and, and sure. the, just in case. Hey, the cheddar flavor. Me? Yeah, hold on. Hey, come on. There's a massively high cheddar flavor. Ross, you need another one just in case here. Yeah. Ryan, dude, home run. Wow. I'm liking the cheesies. Wow. That is some explosive cheddar flavor. Dude, these are better. That's impressive. They might be. They are. They might be. Not, not might be. Are. I love- Wow. Hawkins I'm, cheese. I'm I love declaring ca- these better. I love Canada. Well, yeah. Wow. Thank you. Oh, Canada. Yeah, man. You guys up in our hat do it, do it right. Way better. Now, Way better. You, now, do you have a version with bacon, too? Mm. No. It, it's, I don't uh, think you want to sully it with bacon. Yeah, because then they can put maple syrup on it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Look at this one's giant. It's like a freaking you know, leg bone. Is now strange brew. Oh, that, yeah, right? totally, mm. totally. Hey, are there any cold Dr. Peppers? Because these make you thirsty. There, yeah. There's two now. All right, see you guys. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. Lifted, lowered, and everything in between. What's happening in the world of trucks? Ah! Oh, that was so That was great. That was, that that was, was really good. It's because I got outside in the cool air yeah, and it energized so me. What happens, uh, Ross, is that we, uh, I don't know how it started, but we tried to Hold synchronize on. Did that. Did you just talk over the uh, Dr. Pepper opening? No, we all heard that. Oh. That was loud. Do it again. <laughs> you just want me to get you another Dr. Pepper. Uh, well, we can do that. Damn, do that these cheesies are good. They are good. Hold on. I, I can't do the news without having some more cheesies. Wow. I'm walking them down. And they're better than cheesy poops. I like them. Really Damn, man. I'm really surprised how good these are. The other thing we should try is the dressed chips. Oh, yeah. Do those now. Those now? Yeah. Is that going to be the uh-huh. news? Uh-huh. Yeah. Newsflash. Uh-huh. Canadian snacks are good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. This is a bag uh-huh. of Ruffles all dressed. This is a Canadian flavor profile of, I think, savory yeah, and it sweet. It says all dressed assassins? Yeah, it looks like assassins, but it's some, <laughs> something French. Right. None of us speak French in this room. All right. Jay, you asked about the all dress. Did you look it up on Wiki and give a description so our, right, our American on, listeners I'm can know? It up, so. And then I'm going to take a swig of my Dr. Pepper because these cheesies are amazing. So, all dressed uh, describes the flavor as a mix of ketchup, barbecue sauce, and salt and vinegar. I mean, okay, I'm in. Yeah, all right, let me. Uh, all right, so we, our guest is here. We should oh, yeah, probably let, let him, him do it first. Okay, yeah. so this is, this is a bag of ruffles, and in the uh-huh. upper corner, what does this say right here, Ross? Canadian. That's right. Made in Canada. All dressed. All right. You are going to be the first uh-huh. all right. to try the all dressed ruffles. Here we go. All right. All right. And... I mean, he's he's nodding. Yeah. He's nodding. Yeah. I'm salivating. He's yeah. nodding. He's chewing. It's pretty yeah. impressive. Really? I, I really like the barbecue and the vinegar. Can you taste the barbecue in there? I can. Do you get it? All right. So no, at, at the what, very what, beginning, what? there was a little bit of a ketchup taste. Which, so is which it sort of like about. the roast beef meal on Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, where right? it ends up at like blueberry yeah. pie so or something? A couple different All right. flavors. So one to five, five being best. 
4.5. You were. Would you order these if they showed up on an American supermarket shelf and you're like, hey, Ruffles, I need some? Absolutely. Whoa! Really? I, I, I need all right, one. here you go. All right. Uh, Lightning's going to get in there. Lightning with the all-dressed chips. Yeah. Get away from the mic. It's super gross. Oh, he's stalling out. He's smiling. He's concocting a description in his mind. So I like the barbecue. Right. Oh. Yeah. But the, the ketchup is then yes. coming back and then punching me in the face. <laughs> yes. So Hold on. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going. Okay, you the, go. The ketchup part was a little rough. I think you're going to agree. Hold on. The vinegar is not as strong as I expected, which I like, because I don't like vinegar chips, but I don't mind a little bit of vinegar. So mm-hmm. I like that. Oh, wow. Smell it. Wait, don't eat it. Smell it. You can really smell the vinegar. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah, interesting. Um, I'm have another one. Huh. I'm going to let Lynn grow on the palate for a well. second. Mm. Barbecue's right there. Mm-hmm. Ketchup is in the background. But it's so, it. Like, once no, you... But I got hit with that ketchup. So did right I. The no, the ketchup, the ketchup is like a through line, yeah. and then at the end, it hits you right in your uvula. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's ketchup. It, it ends, it ends with ketchup. ketchup. Right. No, it ends. Ketchup. It ends with ketchup. Yeah, I mean, I. But the barbecue. And a barbecue the barbecue is immediate. It's like it starts as a vinegary barbecue chip. Yeah, yeah. And then ketchup kind of sneaks in on you. Yeah, and kicks you right in the nuts. <laughs> huh? How does it do that? I don't know, but I don't hate them. No, I don't hate them, but yep. the cheesies are way better. The cheesies are awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, well done, huh. Hawkins. All right. Well, we gotta say. Want to do some news yeah. while we're yeah. munching on snacks yeah. that our uh, yeah. Canadian listener? Oh uh, man, sends. I just got the control board all orange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it! Hey, Lightning, did you hear? I mean, no, 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 I have not. Uh, Canada uh-huh. makes really uh, delicious snacks. Yes, they did. Wait, America's hat? <laughs> all right, go ahead. You know what's funny about that is that was my joke that I didn't want to tell because I didn't want to offend Canadians, and then Lightning's running with it, oh. and everybody's gonna hate him. And no, they, they know we're joking. Does. Come on. Oh, we're doing news now, right? Yeah. Who we're doing? Yeah, totally off base here. All right. Uh, sad to say, everybody. Oh, my God. Look at this one. That's so big. Oh, <laughs> I would not put that in. Wait, hold on. Put that in your mouth. Oh, would- my God. This wait, one hold is. It up. Just hold it up. I'm, do- I'm, trying, to- I'm trying to do po- uh, forced perspective. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is going oh, on Facebook. This one is. Nope. Just hold it still. All right. Here we go. Open your mouth. Hold it still. No, I'm not going to open my mouth. Okay, put it in. No! <laughs> I'm not going to let you do that to me. Why? Because it's a wiener. It's No, it's a Hawkins cheesy. <laughs> it is a Hawkins cheesy. Oh, I mean, that, it doesn't matter. Look, I got you. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah, I got it. Look at that. Wow. Is that not? That's a unit right there. All right. Can we get back <laughs> to the news? Oh, here I am. Uh, Let's right. get back oh, to the news. I hate it. Stop it. Uh, 2023 Ram 1500 3 liter eco diesel V6. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? Uh, sounds like a sad trombone to me. Dang. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, so uh, the uh, CEO of Ram Trucks uh, announced that uh, there is a last call for Ram 1500 pickup trucks with a three-liter mm. EcoDiesel V6 engine. Mm. Uh, Ram says that the uh, EcoDiesel will stop being produced in January of 23, which is really only a few months away, uh, and considering how backed up things are, if you wanted to order one and get yourself into it, I would do it now uh, because who knows if uh, you'll even make the cut at this point. Um, the 2023 Ram 1500 uh, will offer the EcoDiesel in crew cab 4x4 models from tradesmen 
on up through Bighorn, Laramie, Limited Longhorn, and Limited. But this is uh, this is the last call. So so this uh, latest generation of the Eco Diesel puts out 260 horsepower and 480 pound feet of torque. Uh, but with Ram on the fast track to electrification, I think that's a uh, cleaner way to uh, get to where they need to go. I guess. Mm, yeah. So uh, what's D- that going to do for VM Vittori, the company that makes the engine? Uh, We're well, going to have a whole lot of engines left over. I think that they probably, I mean, is they don't even use those in military applications anymore, do they? Uh, no comment. And my understanding was that they pulled uh, the ability for private companies to buy that engine because they were dedicating them all to FCA and now Stellantis, and maybe they will need to rethink that. Maybe a guy named Schmael Schmanks mm. made blew a call over to uh-huh. a Schmiem Schmatori and said, "Hey and guys, said, hey guys, remember me? Remember how you would only ship me uh-huh. one engine every couple of months? Uh-huh. Well, uh, you might have some leftovers <laughs> now that I would like to use uh-huh. in a a project. A project. project. I, I would get in trouble if I talked about. Uh, okay, it. We'll just leave it alone. All right. Hey, lighting. Did you hear? Oh, uh, Ross, you can say no for me. No." Also in Ram news, it sounds like uh, Ram's chief is considering uh, showing dealers an early concept of a Dakota replacement, which is a quote-unquote uh, fresh take on the mid-sized truck concept. So mm-hmm. uh, whether that ends up being a uh, body-on-frame little mm-hmm. truck from overseas, now that they're part of the Stellantis family, there's a lot more global uh, platforms to choose from, or whether that's going to be a Ford Maverick-style unibody platform, nobody knows. Uh, but they've been talking about adding the Dakota back in for a really long time. In, in fact, there was a uh, version of the Ram 1500 that was going to be downsized. And then there was also a version of the Jeep Gladiator that was going to be turned into a Dakota. And all those mm. things were stillborn. And so it looks like uh, the the want has not disappeared, uh, especially now that the midsize market is booming. I think part of uh, the deal is they want to engage their dealers for feedback and make sure that the uh, the dealers get what they think they need. So... Um, one of those questions could be whether it has a proper frame or should it go unibody, and also about electrification. So there's definitely room for an entry-level Ram truck, and uh, looks like Ram is exploring those things as we speak. Hey, Lighting, did you hear? Nope, nope, didn't. I don't think so. Uh, no way. Staying in the theme of Rams, remember our friend Mike Siebold? Yeah, the guy that uh, got popped by the um, New Jersey EPA, or the uh, the version of EPA, that pres- resides the D- over DEP. Yeah, it's Department of Environmental Protection in New Jersey. Got popped for having a. He was selling his Ram with a 6.7 liter Cummins, fully deleted on Facebook, and they found his listing. They reached out to him and said, "Uh, uh, uh au contraire, mes frères." And uh, they said, "You can't sell it. You got to put it back to stock." And he said, "Well, I bought it this way." They, they said, "We don't care." And now he is stuck with a truck that he can't sell and he has to put back to stock and can't find the parts. And that, I guess the story has now changed and Holman has the update. So it looks like he uh, received a new email that he shared with, uh, uh, I guess, the drive. And it says, uh, Mr. Siebold, per your request, this is a follow-up email to our conversation that took place on 8-17-22. As stated in the notice of violation you received on 7-25-22, your vehicle was identified as having its emission system tampered with and was offered for sale in violation of uh, the subchapter, blah, 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 legalese. Also stated in the NOV, notice of violation, under corrective actions, your vehicle needs to have the emission systems returned to its original certified uh, configuration within 60 days. 
You stated during our conversation that you're unwilling to make the repairs to your vehicle. The only other option you have to come into compliance with the NOV and avoid occurring monetary penalties, I think they mean incurring, but the state spelled occurring, in this matter is to have the truck destroyed at a scrapyard. Dude. As I stated in our phone conversation, this is not my preferred option as the department is more interested in having your truck be emissions compliant than see it destroyed. But nevertheless, it is your property to handle as you see fit. So I believe that is a... Uh, continue the charade and get fined and uh, return to stock, or you must crush it. There is no other option at this point. So it sounds like it might be uh, going to the old uh, crusher, which is sad. You know, he talked to us on the show, and he said, look, uh, he, he is aware that there are many, many diesel fans following this story. Well, and I guess he had decided to and, tur- turn his plates in yeah. and turn into an off-road-only vehicle, and they said, no, no you have to crush it. No, can't do But he, at first, Ross, he started to fight him. Like, he was like, no, 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 this can't be real. I'm like, I'm not going to go for this. I'm like, oh, yes, this is legit. You have to put it back to stock. And you, there's like, they didn't give him any other option. They're like, you can't sell it. You can't just pass this along to somebody else. And they wouldn't allow him to sell it out of state either. Wow. They they made some kind of a snide remark. Either it's like, "Hey, Pennsylvania, this is we don't want this coming to you," so we're we're going to deal with the problem here on our soil, and we want it back to stock, or you have to destroy it. I still can't believe that they're not allowing the opportunity to make it off road use only. There is no such thing as off road use only. So how this thing well, works that's is the RPM Act. In, the, yeah, yeah. So so, so right? in, in brief, when a vehicle is made, yeah. it gets a VIN. Sure. And associated with that VIN, it gets a an emissions certification code, a certification. Label. Yeah, you can never tamper with any emissions equipment that will uh, take it out of those boundaries given by um, the EPA. So it rolls off the line in 2009 or whenever the truck was made. It has emissions that it has to meet f- that it, associated with that VIN and that emissions classification, right? So you can never tamper with those. You can. There's no provision to make. A, an on-road vehicle, off-road. And this you is why can... the RPM Act is so important. By the way, there's been a bunch of stuff going on in Congress right now with uh, with hearings about RPM Act, so let's keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, you had uh, Antron Brown, famous NHRA uh, drag racer, yeah. was in front of Congress saying, hey, look, I, my whole livelihood was I came up in cars that were converted from street and cars to he left to the hearing, cars. and strange enough, he got uh, the uh, silver bracelets put on, and now he's in jail. <laughs> no, he didn't. But uh, th- that's the crazy part, is that... Every car you've ever seen with just a couple of bolt-on turbos or this or tuning or whatever, it's all illegal in the in the in the EPA's eyes right now. They're like, you cannot tamper with any well, emissions and, and that, equipment. I, not to go too far down the uh, rabbit hole like we normally do, but that goes back to this whole thing with Corey talking about armed agents from the EPA. Yeah, Corey coming. Willis at PPE. Like, yes. like why is why is the IRS and the EPA have armed agents? That should be a civil issue where if you need the local constable to come out and accompany them who knows the people, and if there's going to be a problem, you do it that way. But I don't think these big bureaucracies should be having Well, okay, but I think that's because the EPA does not have a um, um, a, an arm to police, right? The EPA does not do their own policing. So what they do is they find the infraction, the, the violation, and then they team up with the Department of Justice. The Department of Justice so only has well, – that's problem, like a light switch. Well, they have like a well, full slow, throttle or slow nothing. Slow down right? there, Turbo. My whole point is they shouldn't – if you do an environmental thing, it's like Clean Water Act or air, have it done through lawyers and civilly. You shouldn't have a bunch of armed agents coming to your house like you've murdered somebody. You just, it's, it's ridiculous. Getting out of control that all these bureaucracies are, are, are getting these armed agents and stuff. It's, it's, it's wild. Well, I agree. It, it, is, it is ridiculous. Anyway. But hey, Lightning, did you hear? No. 
No, I did not. The uh, 2023 GMC Hummer EV racked up over 90,000 reservations. That would be 90,000. Wow. That would be 90000. Wow, that's a lot of wealthy people. That is a lot of people. Holy mackerel. Because it's uh, the sticker on that thing is what again? It was in the uh, did, did, it, 110, 120, yeah, somewhere I mean, there. Yeah, I mean, you're in the low 100s. And then we were seeing them, the first arrivals going for well over 200,000, correct? Uh, well, the yeah, the first edition ones. It says right. the GM's uh, other uh, electric pickup, which is the Silverado EV, essentially built on the same platform, has, uh, as of late July, 150,000 of its own reservations. Oh, my God. And that was up from just over 110,000 at the start of 22. Uh, so a little bit lower than uh, Ford and uh, and some of the other competition, but those came out first. So I think a lot of the early adopters are are going there. But the the Hummer seems to be uh, at, at this point, it looks like it's going to be a hit in terms of electric vehicles. Hey, Lightning, did you hear? No, no, I did not. The 2023 Honda Pilot Trailsport finally puts uh, its off-roady self on display. What is it? It puts itself on display? Yeah, it's shown itself. It's been uh, revealed. What does that even mean? It's uh, Honda is now uh, uh, has an off-road trail sport treatment on the Pilot. Okay, which is uh, something I'm sure. Did they lift it and put knobby tires on it? Yeah, what what I mean, else? It's got a, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Okay, they're uh, you know a little different styling. Give a it a tougher. They put a Dometic fridge in there. A little more tire on it. Did they give it a roof rack. It's uh, you know Honda's going after it just like everybody else. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I... Will the driver of this said vehicle get stuck out in the Mojave Desert and uh, get found near death because they uh, I, they dr- uh, drove the wrong vehicle yeah. to the wrong place? I, I hope not. It looks like... Uh, here's what I'm curious about. Give me a Maverick Tremor or a Honda Pilot Trail Sport or a Subaru Wilderness and then tell me to go somewhere I shouldn't go and see... It, it, you have to be okay with some body damage. And I have areas in the desert. I want it not rock crawling, but but, but desert two track trails that you could easily get to from a highway. I want to see and then tell you if your vehicle is tough enough. I want to do that. What somebody go? Oh yeah, we got this really tough off road package with uh, one inch suspension lift, uh, better tires, and we also have body cladding. Well, let's see what that looks like after I go through some of the stuff that I typically go on. Why don't you pitch this? Um, this sounds like an article I'd read. Because I'm very busy and it just sounds like more work for me. Sounds like uh, <laughs> sounds like a video I'd watch. I'm just saying. It sounds like a passenger seat I would sit in. Okay. All right. Noted. Yeah. Noted. Okay. Uh, hey, Lighting, did you hear? No! I don't think so. Uh-uh. Uh, looks like the plug-in hybrid Jeep Wrangler 4xe is going to uh, expand in the lineup for uh, 2023 by adding the entry-level Willys trim to it. So okay. you'll be able to get a, a lower-priced Wrangler. Uh, so the pecking order of 4xe Wrangler trims, the Willys will be uh, the the most economically priced at fifty five thousand five ninety. Sahara will be at fifty six eight fifty five. The Rubicon sixty five eighty five and high altitude at sixty two five thirty. As you know, I have a Rubicon 4xe right now, and uh, I've got a lot to say about it at some point. You were hauling balls the other day on the the freeway. You like that, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, you were just scooting were, right along. Were you surprised how fast that thing I was? I was stunned. <laughs> yes, to see that little jeep just whiz by me. And you were baiting me like, "Let's go," uh-huh. and I'm like, "I knew it was going to well, be quick." I wanted you to torque. see the acceleration on on the highway. So it I, squats, dude. It, it, it squats. 470 pound feet of torque. It, yeah. it moves. I mean, we were going what 70? Yeah. And I pr- I probably got up to about more than that. You were 
Yeah, I think you were probably doing in the 90s. I wouldn't say that. I just did. I wouldn't say that. Well, they don't know when and where you were. They don't have your license All plate. All I'm saying it was a open road. Uh-huh. You and I were doing highway speeds. Yes. And I scooted so you could see the acceleration. I thought we were in Mexico, like all those YouTubers. Yes, that's right. right. We were in Mexico. Just south of the border. Right. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, after I get some more seat time and stuff, I'm, I'm starting to build kind of my thought process further on this as, as I'm spending more time with it. Mm-hmm. It's actually really cool. There's some use cases uh, that I'd love to share with you at a different time, uh, such as if you run out of gas, what happens? Uh-huh. So what you're saying is, Ross, even though he's sitting right here, is not going to get the answer. He's going to have to tune in later for another episode to find out Holman's findings on the 4 uh, That's right. Four by and eight. I will call up Ross and go, hey, Ross, did you hear? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lightning, did you hear? No. No. Uh-uh. Maybe I did. Not sure yet. Tell the story. Uh, according to Motor Trend, the 2023 Chevy Tahoe RST Performance Edition is uh, hopped up with cop car parts. What? Uh-huh. Yeah, so the uh, the Tahoe RST, which is their top-of-the-line performance version, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Motor Trend article is funny. It says, uh, begging to be the first in line at school drop-off. So this is the baddest Tahoe yet. It's a package that promises to merge the comfort and convenience of Chevy's most t- popular full-size SUV with the enhanced handling and performance of the Pursuit-rated Police Tahoe. So the RST Performance Edition uh, now has 433 horsepower and 467 pound-feet of torque from a 6.2-liter V8. I'm in. Uh, with I love the Tahoe. The Chevrolet Performance intake and exhaust system, but can I point out that the four by E Wrangler still has more torque than that? It does, but I, I'm crazy. a sucker for a Tahoe. No, but isn't that crazy? You yeah, think of that, crazy. And that little yeah. four banger with and, the electric and, motor, and it, and it weighs less too. I'm sure. Oh, the, Tahoe, the, the Tahoe's really four by E is pretty heavy. I forget. Yeah, I mean, it's not yeah. a lot of batteries. It's only like 17 kilowatts worth of batteries, but it's still it's still the Tahoe's got some good lines. Always has. Uh, the new Tahoe with the Z71, especially, and the oh. RST, like, they've done a great job on the grill. Like, it definitely stands out. So it says the, uh, this latest Tahoe will uh, be the quickest Tahoe yet, accelerating from 0 to 60 in 5.78 seconds, with a quarter mile coming in at 14.2 at 97, while still being able to tow 7,600 pounds. Strong. Yeah, strong. So what sets the RST uh, edition apart is it uh, gets a few things from the Pursuit-rated Tahoe PPV package. So for those of you uh, taking score at home or on the highway looking to review mirror, that would be the police uh, Tahoe that's right behind you right now. Uh, the springs and dampers have been retuned. Larger stabilizer bars are police spec. The chassis calibrations, brake feel, all of that is cop car. Uh, it's lowered, you'll like this, 0.4 of an inch in the front and 0.8 of the inch in the back, just That's like what the you cop gotta Tahoe. Do. Yeah, yeah, like we, you got to drop it. If you don't have that, put on the Magoy skit. I wonder who, ooh, I wonder if it is a Magoy's. And, no, it's not. Oh. It's GM. Oh, it's GM. Yeah, so they're not putting somebody else's aftermarket parts okay. on it. Okay, I don't know. The Magoy's kit is nice. It's nice. Uh, it can go 124 miles per hour and has front and rear Brembo brakes with a torch. With torch red calipers. Oh, which is sweet. Which is pretty cool. Wow. And then uh, from uh, leaving the cop side of things, it uh, gets all uh, you know tossed in the uh, Tahoe luxury package. So it's uh, got all the luxuries and tech and all that good stuff. Oh, but man. Uh, the RST Performance Edition package available for the four-wheel drive 2023 Chevy Tahoe RST with a 6.2 uh, liter V8 comes in at... It comes in at... Just the package. Just Oh, just the package itself. Yeah, what do you think that package is worth? You get the Brembos, you get a lowered, you get Okay, so stuff. I know that the Brembos are... So Seventeen hundred front, I think fourteen, fifteen hundred rear. The package. Three, what are we looking no, at? No, for I the know package. that. All right, so you see, uh, nine nine thousand. 
Pretty close. 85-25. Ah, there you go. I think that's probably a bargain considering what you get. Okay. Hey, Lightning, did you hear? No! No, I did not. Uh-uh. I don't think so. Coming to a uh, Home Depot near you, uh, Sean P. Holman, the host of the uh, Kills and Bear Pro Ultimate Pro Van Contest. Saw that. Yeah. Saw you walking over a football field. Yeah. Strutting your stuff. Uh, knowing all stuff about uh, Kills know, paint. Paint and, and vans and, and stuff. And, uh, yeah, and gator tape and all that stuff. Gator tape? <laughs> I don't know. You had all the supplies in your van. Uh, basically, this is the second year we've done it and the second year they've asked me to host it. Funny story. Uh, one of the people that was on the deck to sell to them was a famous uh, HGTV star. Uh-huh. And they chose me. Mostly because I'm free, <laughs> I'm sure, and I didn't screw up too bad last year. Um, the person who signed the contract, then like, wait, it says, oh, oh. <gasps> damn it, no, wrong they, person. They we signed me. the wrong person. They asked me. They they said we we would like Sean Holman to do it again. Okay. We think that he brings authenticity. I helped design the van last year. We built upon it this year. Uh-huh. So once again, Kills and Bear Pro are partnering with Motor Trend to give you the opportunity to win the Ultimate Pro Painters Van. This uh, prize is a customized Transit 350 cargo van. It's the big boy, high roof, long wheelbase, with everything you need uh, for uh, uh, basically a painting business, from uh, ladders and Graco sprayers. With, you know, all the partners, Kills, Bear, Pro, 3M, Graco, Werner. Uh, it's fully stocked with all the 3M painters tape and tarps. And now, all I that saw kind of you stuff. got a fridge in there as well. Got a fridge. We got a, a 24-inch TV. We've mm-hmm. got an iPad. Uh, now the guy's yeah. not getting any work it done. Yeah, entertainment center. We've got lighting on the inside oh, and the outside. Oh, dude, you could go and watch a UFC fight where yeah. your, your wife thinks you're working. You're actually, you've got your buddies. It's like a man cave for your front yard. Yes. Uh, the We've got storage racks. They hold one-gallon and five-gallon paint containers. Um, and you'll like this. It comes with a lot of prep products like spackling. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Which uh, you're a pro at. <laughs> um, I have spackled uh, rooms before, <laughs> sure yes. you have. Uh-huh. The Graco TC Pro cordless sprayer with yep. stand and tips. Yeah, Ross, would you like to see me spackle this room? <laughs> no, he would not. <laughs> I would not like I'm gonna to. I'm going to have a cheesy. I uh-huh. would not like to see that. If you guys are interested, any of you paint contractors uh-huh. out there, or you want to start your own paint business, mm-hmm. uh, you can enter before November 12, 2022. You can go to kills, that's K-I-L-Z dot com slash Provan for official rules. Or if you go to the Kills uh, Instagram, Facebook, you'll see yours truly doing some Fortunately, yes, you will. I will pay you a compliment where a compliment is due. You did a really nice job. When they hire you for these hosting gigs, you're, you're a pro. You're not like you're the podcast guy in here in the hot, stinky room. It was hot that day. It was about 100 degrees when I did yeah, that. I was but ready it, to faint. Well, it didn't look like it. But you, you did a nice job. You weren't sweating the way you normally are. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. well, that's just the way you see me. Uh, yeah. By the way, you and I went on a bike ride this past weekend. Yeah, and I did. I didn't sweat. You did okay. I, I kicked your ass, but you're no, right. No, I, yeah. I beat you to the truck. You're you're mental. My fast ripper is so fast. You're it is fast. Yeah, yeah. We should race. <laughs> I'll slaughter you. Oh, should we? we do fat, let's fat do that after welding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, lighting. Did you hear? No, God, please, no, no! Speaking of vans, Rivian and Mercedes-Benz have now announced a strategic partnership to build large electric vans. Wait a minute, Which Mercedes was interesting and Rivian. Because it was Ford and Rivian until Ford dumped all their stock. Well, hold on a second. Why does why does Mercedes need anyone, and why does Rivian need... But that's, no, no, I reject this marriage. So these next-generation large uh-huh. vans will be based on the Rivian light van and Mercedes van EA... Um, and they won't arrive until at least 2025, but it looks like they're going to partner up. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, Amazon is uh, having them build those cute puppy dog vans for them. No. You see those? No, this whole thing's dumb. You're, they they yes, don't need each out? other. No. They got they got their own mojo. 
each each company do their own thing. Don't combine forces. Stop hey, it. Hey, Lightning, did you hear? No. No, I didn't. Uh, EV startup Mullen Automotive announced its purchase of a That's not even a real company. Of a controlling stake in Bollinger Motors, valued at $148.2 million in cash and stocks. What? The Southern California-based Mullen, which was founded back in 2014, has the intention of putting the previously shelved B1 SUV and B2 pickup back into production. And if you remember... Uh, they had pivoted to uh, heavy-duty electric trucks. So it'd be interesting. Uh, I, I'm wondering if you were an early reservation holder, does that mean there's hope yet? Uh, Mullen CEO David uh, Mitchery said, combining Bollinger's vehicles with our existing programs gives us the chance to dominate the entire Class 1 through 6 commercial, light, and medium-duty truck segments. In addition, Bollinger will be able to leverage Mullen's solid-state battery technology, making their current vehicles even more competitive as our technology launches across the total portfolio of EVs for both Mullen... And Bollinger. Now, this is me raising my yes, hand to try and bite in here. Okay, go. Has Bollinger launched a product yet? Um, they have shown lots of pictures. I don't know what the status is on How their, do they keep they, getting money without launching anything? Because they're a typical startup. They all do that. I, I wish you never, and I could do that. Did, did I tell you about the company that I've I invested nothing. in the Bay yeah, Area? M- so I, I gave this company, a th- I want to say I gave, I, I don't know if it was 100 The or company's thousand. name is Tesla, and you gave them $100 for a pickup truck that's not coming out. No. But That's you actually way did do that. before Tesla. But you did do that. Company, I, I did, and right. they still have my While money. you're telling your story, I'm going to have some more in, Hawkins in, cheesies. In the Bay Area, there was a company that made a two-wheeled motorcycle, really low slung with a pod on it. You sit in, it's got a, you sit upright, right? And it's got a, like a steering wheel, but it's it's built like a motorcycle, but it has a gyroscope in it. Right, I remember and that. so when you stop at the stoplight, it, stays it does not tip over because it's got a, spins it like, uh-huh. I don't know, 25,000 RPM. Those shoes are good. It's real, they're really good. So I gave this company some money, and they kept putting out press release after press release after press release. And then they started telling us what the where the CEO was talking next and where the marketing director came from and all this stuff. I'm like, dude, no one cares about any of that stuff. Where's the freaking product? It's like, we're up to our 41st employee. I'm like, and still no product. It went on almost three years of That's a long press conference. After press release, like silly, stupid stuff. Like the CEO is going to be speaking at this conference. I'm like... Who cares? There's no product. They had, a, they had a lot of really smart minds. And I eventually emailed them and said, I'm over it. I want my deposit back. And sure enough, they sent it back. This is actually vaporware. And it turned out to be vaporware. They never launched. Yeah. They had a, I mean, they had a state-of-the-art office and a whole lot of really high-dollar salaries. Some smart guys. And I'm guys. sure a lot of high-dollar uh, uh, toys in their office. Hey, you, look, video game machine. And that money's not that. That money didn't come from nowhere. Like investors gave them that money, and that money's gone. There's a lot of angels that just you know they they need not. Hey, Lightning, no did you hear? No, no, no. No, I don't think so. Uh, patents from General Motors and Toyota show steering wheels that can dynamically change grip and girth. The latest weird steering innovation is a inflatable wheel by General Motors. That's. Silly, Seems I think. Weird. Right? I know you like patents, so I just thought I would bring I love that patents. up. Yep. Um, GM Authority and Motor Trend recently reported on a patent filed by General Motors for adaptive steering wheel rim that can change its thickness on the fly to adapt to different driving conditions or preferences that, uh, by the user. I need that in my pants. <laughs> just thinking <laughs> we're going to get through this, and lightning's not going to go down that hole, and <laughs> here he is. All right, lightning, did you hear? No. Remember the old 6.8 liter V10 that you could get from Ford? Uh, I mean, the the one that just, uh, I think the, the V10 was most recently in motorhomes. Motorhomes and popular, chassis cabs. The most popular, the, the F53 chassis had That's all the great. V10s in it. Yeah. 
I think that was the most popular motorhome engine in history. Well, rumor has it that the 6.8 liter is coming back. I don't believe it. Godzilla, I heard, is a pretty nice engine, the 7.3. Well, so the uh, 6.8 liter gas V8, not 10, yeah. is uh, coming to replace the old 6.2 liter Boss engine. Oh. From the, uh, if you remember, that was uh, originally called the uh, Hurricane. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Hurricane Katrina hit and got shelved for a while. It came back in the Raptor back in the first generation. And uh, looks like Super Duty owners will have a, a choice between a 6.8 liter gas and a 7.3 liter. Both V8s, both gas. So Godzilla's not going anywhere, but they're looking for a lower end V8 or more entry level V8. The current one makes 385 horsepower and 430 pound feet of torque. Which is okay, but it's not the, you know, you're not setting the world on fire. No, it's a little anemic. Engine engine tech has come a long way. So yeah. uh, I know right now that our man KJ Jones is uh, on his way to Detroit for a uh, Super Duty. You know, Ross, why are you fist unveiling? pumping? Why are you fist Because you love because KJ? Because he's going to be racing in a G-body. Well, that, come oh, up yeah, to the power door. Yes. Wait, 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 what's happening? So KJ is going to be racing in a G-body that, that the guys here at Motor Train uh, put together, and he's going to be uh, racing in some new TMI chicane two seats. Nice. And that's your new kind of sport seat. Looks, uh, And I don't mean any disrespect, but it kind of looks like a Recaro or a Corbeau, like that type of high-back racing seat where it's got the hoops for the belts and things like you that. You said right? it's called a chicane? Yes. It's, it's a chicane. very, very good-looking seat. Is that available now, or is that, something, is that future tech? No, it's available right now. Oh, really? Now. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. At tmiproducts.com. There you go. All right. Hey, Lightning, did you hear? No. No, I don't think so. I'm fresh out of news. Uh, No, you're not. Uh, Holman, did you hear? No! (laughs) According to an analyst, oh, that's you hitting the ground? Jeez, you didn't even look to see if I was okay. I knew you were. I mean, I'm looking at you. You're fine. The listeners didn't know. They thought I really fell off a cliff. Insane. You just leaned back in your chair and you yelled. (laughs) (laughs) Says you. More than 300 new mines will be required to meet battery demand by 2035. So Benchmark Minerals had a um, a gentleman study this, and he said that um, at least 384 new mines for graphite, lithium, nickel, and cobalt are required to meet the demand by 2035 based on average mine sizes in each industry. According to Benchmark, Taking into account recycling of raw materials, that number could be around 336. So the bottom line is, hey, guys, where's all the freaking materials coming from, Holmes? You're going to have the whole world is going to be like, I know, we, like I knew, I knew we go with a- acne. Well, right? here's the problem. We go on these rants all the time now. But the other thing is, it's so hard to open a mine with permits and stuff like that. Like you're making it hard. Not in to, China and in, in, well, in Africa where these things are going to be uh, based. Like I said, they're just off, off shoring our filth. I mean, other places. It's it's bonkers. Australia is set to remain the dominant producer of lithium this decade, according to Benchmark. There are currently over 13 lithium mines producing lithium containing uh, spodumene rock, whatever. Anyway, over 75% of it, which is refined in China. So, uh, yeah, and China's a clean economy, right? Absolutely. They're not rolling coal into the sky at all. Nope, they don't have a EPA sending armed agents to your house because you uh, decided to tune in or something like your that. Ram yeah. truck yeah. on Facebook Marketplace. All right, let's get into some inbox. No, I want Ross to say it. Oh, he's got a mouthful. <laughs> he's eating. Play all the right, thing. Right. You email? Yeah. I email. Do it. We email. That's right. Everybody email. Type it up.
All right, uh, Ross, the, the new Delta temperature again since the moment you walked into the studio. No, no, no. You said it was already 20 degrees. It was already how about, 20 last time. How about the hot air of lightning spewing news since... Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? What? You this, did all the stories but one. Right, and the you temperature think- stayed stable, and all of a sudden you started talking. It was like... Oh, you're just now sounding like a dick. Ross started drinking water. The last time you asked me, it was at least 20 since we started. Uh It's gone up at least another 10. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like that. It is. Now, now, do you feel it's starting to swampy in here? It's swampy in here. It is swampy in here. I wish that window opened because it would be perfect, and it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Just mocking us being all closed. This is so great. (laughs) A bunch of guys all swampy. Yeah, yeah. It's gross. Yeah, I'm sure at least at TMI they have swamp coolers or air conditioning. Not here at Motor Trend. They don't have anything. Now we got nothing. But, All right. Uh, uh, although we do have cheesies. Luke Santabuono says a question for y'all. He says, hey, Lighting and Holman, I uh, was wondering if you guys had any connections with the guys from Edge Products. I recently purchased the Edge Insight CTS3 monitor. I understand they don't have full vehicle support. For the 2015 to 22 Colorados, I have the diesel engine and was stunned to find out it will read a host of other parameters, but not oil pressure. I was wondering if you guys could find out if they will ever again. release full support for the Colorado. We're sorry, the number you have dialed I is know not it's in stretch, service at this time. But worth a shot. Also, five stars. And that's from Luke. All right. Congratulations. You have earned five stars. Wait, you just so, buzzed the guy, and now you're saying he's earned five no, stars? I'll, or I'll, for I'll, us? No, no, no. All I care about is the five stars. His edge, crap, whatever. Well, but don't. Five, I was giving you a golden opportunity to say that you have coverage for that vehicle. Uh, I don't know. You'll have to call them. So, uh, all right, well, that's th- what happens when you uh, ask uh, competitive questions to a guy who works for banks. <laughs> Moving right along. I will say this the guys at Edge are smart and they make some decent products. They really do, but that's as, as much as I'll say. Okay. So, this is from Chris. Hey, guys, after listening to the uh, Taser show, it got me thinking. See if you can talk to the guys that put together the Alpha OBD app. It's really similar to the Taser and it's uh, only for FCA products. But it's much cheaper, $49 for the app, and it uses uh, one of the cheap OBD Bluetooth readers to communicate with the vehicle. Just curious if the Taser is that much better. This has menus upon menus of things that can be changed. Thanks. And keep the suckage low. And that's from Chris. Lower the suckage! We cannot. We have uh, overfloweth with suckage on this show. We have. And we have a witness here. Are you going to answer the guy's question? Uh, yeah. I'm just All you do is for... sit over there and push buttons for sound effects and you have nothing. You don't care about yeah. our listener. I do care about our listeners. Are you kidding me? I answer, I answer the them question. all the time. Okay. We'll answer what them on the show. About? All right. So listen, uh, having some experience now with the Taser, it, it's, it's fun. It's easy to use. It's on your dashboard. And I think this OBD app requires you to have your phone open and on or your laptop to make those changes. So I think if you want ease of use, it's gonna be the Taser. I have used dongle apps before, you know, plug in your OBD port and you can make the changes on your phone. I listen, a phone is to be used as a phone, in my opinion. I don't want it to, uh, you know, double as a diagnostic device. So that's that's my opinion. Now you pay a little more for a device that shows the menus through your dashboard and that's the Taser. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. So you're so saying I'm, go Taser. I say go Taser. Team Taser. Team Taser. All right. I need a shirt that says Team Taser. All right. Uh, ben Prosick brown says, hey, guys. And by the way, can I add something to this? No, you're he's done. A, he's a competitor to Banks. Like, Banks makes some cool stuff that does neat things. Yeah, well, we talk about and, all sorts of stuff I'm, on the but show. But here's me. But here's me. I know. Right? Being Team Taser. All right. Just saying. All right. Uh, ben Prosick brown says, hey, guys. I just wanted to write real quick because lightning is <clears throat> correct. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Wait, wait, stop, stop. Right. Unfold that. Get, hand it to That's Ross all it said. No, it, no, it isn't. 
No, no it, it says more. Nope. Hold, hand it to Ross and let him read it. Ross, that's all it says. Nope. Hand it over. Ross, read the whole thing. I concur. <laughs> How dare you? What does it say? Hi, guys. I just wanted to write a real quick email because lightning is correct. I do remember you guys talking about something to put on your car or truck for emergency vehicles. This would have been 2020 or 2019, I believe. Maybe somebody <laughs> better than me can go through all your episodes and figure out exactly which episode it was. As always, five stars. I think if you can't remember it, it didn't happen. Yeah. Five star review! Five stars! That's so awesome. Lightning is correct. Stop that. That's, just, right. that's fake news. Uh, simple read. Subject line from uh, Jeremy McDaniel. Sean, change the name. Do not use Adventure Jeep again. One door closes and another door opens. Okay, okay so this goes back to uh, what I should do with uh, my Instagram account. Yes. With the Jeep that has over 2,000 followers on it. All right. And, and uh, the license plate. And the license plate. So I have figured out. Uh, I believe I'm going to keep the, the account the same at ADV Jeep, but I'm going to use the hashtag ADV Jeep 392 for all the new posts so that you can find that where the original Adventure Jeep is its thing. <laughs> The reason, really? the, the reason for it is I talked to some of the uh, sponsors of the product, mm-hmm. and they said that to them, Adventure Jeep was already like an established brand, and they would prefer that it not change. And I respect that. As someone who would sponsor Holman and has in other projects, uh, Ross, do you think that he should find a more appropriate title for his 392 or stick with ADV that has some built-in uh, good, goodwill with the community? I like the idea of sticking with what he's got. I honestly do. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> so so the idea is at Adventure Jeep will stay the same. Uh-huh. Hashtag ADV Jeep 392 so that yeah. you can see the new Jeep from the old Jeep. People are like, why don't you do 2.0? You can't do 2.0 on Instagram. No. Nah. Right? So that way they'll delineate that part of it. And then my license plate, I have decided what, it was, what it's going to be. But I haven't ordered it yet because I haven't finished the paperwork on the Jeep. So I can't do that yet. But it is a nod to a couple of the ideas that we had talked about previously. That's pretty that vague. That are merged. That's vague. That's uh, it is vague. vague. It is vague. Well, that's not fair. Yeah. Well, Well, is it to do with horsepower or the displacement no, of the engine? No, neither. I'm not putting 392 on the plate because okay. I kept going back to it bothering me that I'm just calling what it is what it is on yeah. the plate. Yeah. It's being repetitive. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't like it. So I decided, man. I'm not going to go that route. Why would you want to start from ground zero when you've already built up this you know, great history? Well, well hold on a second. Well, well you pa- can pa- change pa- it and keep your you, audience, yeah, but- you keep your 2,000 people. But it's, those people are used to seeing you in their feed and interacting right. with you in that way. Well, so I, there was a guy, I follow a guy that's got 100,000. He's like, a, or maybe even more than that now. He started as Brian is at 100,000 guy, no, then he like, hit 200,000, and now he changed no, it to 200,000. Like, it was like 80, what was it? Well, to, you were K-Rock's Lightning, and now you're LBC Lightning. Yeah, so. right. I, mean, I, it, I lost a couple hundred people, but, you know, like, so what? Is it you or is it me right now? It's you. You're the next email. All right, this one uh, is from Robert Bayless. says, about to graduate. What's up, knuckleheads? In about a month, I'll be graduating from PTAP. I know it's not trucks exactly, but the Cayenne counts if the Grand Wagoneer counts. So this is a Porsche, oh, Porsche. technical. Yeah, yeah. Still have to blame or thank you two for sparking the inspiration to head to a school in another part of the country just to move again. All so I could professionally wrench on things. I have dearly enjoyed the podcast, even the jingles, while learning to work on Jeeps and Rams. TRX and Wrangler 392s are a big time perk while at Universal Technical and on to the Porsche program. 
Restarting my life and chasing this career has been hands down the greatest idea. It has been a hell of a ride since about episode 10 at a desk doing billing up to today. So for now, I will keep mounting them parameters. Hell yeah, and yeah, buddy. OG Emmy version only. Yeah, buddy. And cheers, Robert Bayless. So, Robert, dude, thanks for listening uh, all the way since the beginning. And uh, I'm just, I, I just want to say thank you for letting us know. You know, when Lightning and I started the show, uh, you know, it'll be next year, it'll be five years. Uh, it started on a on a phone call on the 10 freeway in the desert for me when I called him, and then we met in person and jotted down our ideas on a napkin at Norm's Diner and. Uh, in Huntington Beach, California, and uh, we just thought we were doing a truck show. And to hear uh, emails like this um, is really rewarding. I think, uh, you know, one of the other ones, uh, I've got it saved somewhere, uh, was one of our listeners who started a C10 project with his dad that had been stillborn. And they would get together on the weekends and listen to the show, and they reconnected. They had, I guess they had a falling out, and the show brought them together. Well, his dad passed away. And if it weren't for the podcast, he told us he never would have reconnected with his dad before he passed away. So to hear that we are impacting people's lives in all seriousness, things like this about your career, uh, inspiring people, getting people to connect with people that, that you know they love in their lives is really an honor for, uh, for Lightning and I because I know we're a bunch of knuckleheads, uh, as you said in this email. Uh, and we joke around a lot, but we do have a good time doing it. But we never thought that this would be something that changed the course of somebody's life. We just never even never even occurred to us. I don't know, Lightning, if you have anything to add to that, but I'm rambling now. But No, 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 no. I, I, uh, you, you, were, you were a far more eloquent writer and conveyor of thought. I feel the same way, and I don't th- we were just doing our shenanigans. We just wanted to talk about trucks, and I think that our goal was to find an audience, and um, I don't think that I can say it better than you, but I am, I'm very, very grateful to have touched anyone's life in any way. If we've ever made you smile, that's all we set out to do. I think Holman and I just, if we could, not even, we're not even, neither of us are comedians, obviously. Yeah, no. But, but I, I think we, if some things crack us up and we go back and forth, we're, we're just dumbasses, right? But if you or your your kid in the, is sitting in the passenger seat, you know, or your wife co-pilot, whatever, if they ever cracked a smile or they they sang along with one of her jingles or or you guys argued with us like you're literally <laughs> yeah. hitting your dashboard yeah, going you're mad you guys are morons or you thought we were you know we broke your stereo like if we can make you emote <laughs> in any way that that's a th- that's all we yeah. wanted to do and it doesn't happen very often when it does it means a lot i think the biggest compliment that i remember that sticks out right now in reading uh the show uh notes or emails was uh somebody said i feel like i'm just hanging out with my buddies on a friday night in the garage and to me, if minus we, the if, beer, we yeah, need the beer. Right. we need the beer. Yeah, really no kidding. Right now, if if we're able to be, we're we're not a bunch of California pompous a holes just talking like we're on some high level. If, if you really truly enjoy the show because we're just like your buddies, that's a huge honor and compliment to us as well. Because we we never set out to be anything but a couple of dudes who wanted to share our insights and car and truck knowledge and. Uh, our histories with a group of people who are interested in listening. So thank you. And listen, if, if you uh, if you share the sentiment of that uh, emailer, please leave us a review. <laughs> Honestly, like like literally, please take just a moment, even if it's five words. You know, leave us a review on the on the Apple Podcast app. Yeah, you can do it on Spotify, but. It, it means most on Apple, yep. and that would make a, a big deal, or be a big deal to us. Or if you've never written to the show, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com, or call us 657-205-6105 for the five-star hotline. 
Uh, tell us your story. If, if this show has helped you out in any way, we would love to hear it and share it with the rest of the audience. Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. That is truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Ross, thank you for hanging out with us. We're not done yet, but uh, we're just getting out of the show. So if you guys liked Ross, you liked what he had to say, you want to buy some TMI product, you got to hit him up at tmiproducts.com. The Truck Show, The Truck Show, The Truck Show, oh, oh. Ooh, Damn, I smashed that post. Yeah, you did. Woo! <laughs> All right, uh, he is at LBC Lighting. I'm at Sean P. Holman. You follow us on the socials or hit us up at Truck Show Podcast. Hey, 657-205-6105 is the five-star hotline or truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Please uh, let us know what you think. We love hearing from our uh, our listeners. We obviously um, dedicate a large part of the show to stuff you guys send us because uh, we think it's important. And if you are from another part of the world uh, and you've got snacks that you want to send to <laughs> El Segundo, California, zip code 90245. Dude, give out the address. Uh, no, seriously. Yeah, l- listen, uh, we will never turn away snacks from other uh, corners of the globe. If you've seen us, you know that we love our snack. Uh, that would be uh, Truck Show Podcast, Care of Motor Trend, 831 South Douglas Street, El Segundo, California. Yes, where you left your wallet, 90245. Uh, we will open it and eat it on the air. Now, if you write Truck Show Podcast on the envelope or the box, will it actually get to your desk? Yeah, it'll get to me. It will, okay. Yeah. All right. Because, I mean, if they wrote, like, Lightning, they'd be like, who's this guy? Right, yeah, don't right. write Lightning. Write yeah. either Holman or Truck Show Podcast. It'll Got get, it, because you actually have one of those cool glass offices out there. I am one yeah. of those people that have a glass office. Now, do I have a, uh, do I at least have, like, a mail bin in your office? Like, if I... Yeah, it's it's round. There's a liner in it. Oh, it's near that's the floor. douchey. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, did you have fun? I mean, dude, well, we've been trying to have you on for a long time, so... Yeah, th- thanks for making time for me. I really appreciate it. It Absolutely. was a lot of fun. I, yeah. I hope that uh, you didn't regret uh, driving all the way out here. No, well, it was good. I think the only thing he regrets is now he's going to have to do extra laundry because he soiled his, he's sweat through his shirt. Yeah, it's, it's so all, all freaking of us hot. Have. I'm just yeah. gonna hang my shirt out the, you know, out, out the window, throw my shoes in the back of the truck, yeah. and drive. Home. I'm driving home naked. I don't. <laughs> wrong. Not down. again. Not again. You should, yeah, Ford's not gonna like the suede in that Raptor. Oh. <laughs> How's the Alcantara do with sweat? Oh, dude, it's oh, only been 100 degrees in like two weeks. There's gonna be an imprint like that cheesy I found earlier <laughs> on the seat. Oh my lord! All right, well, listen, let's take this opportunity to thank Nissan because without them, we would not be sitting in the sweat box right now. That's right, midsize truck. You got to check out the Nissan Frontier, and of course, the Titan and Titan XD with the industry's best warranty. Five-year, 100,000 miles. 100,000 miles. That's right, Lightning. So you can head on down to your local Nissan dealer to see them in person, or you can head over to NissanUSA.com, where you can build and price your own Boulder Gray Frontier. Boulder Gray Metallic Lightning. That's what I meant. Yes, you can I do just, that. I just left the metallic. Or if you out. like any of the other handful of colors that nope, they offer. Nope, they're going to – it's a run on Boulder That's it. Boulder Gray? Boulder Gray. Okay, all day long. Yep. Uh, can I get any Banks parts in Boulder Gray? Uh, you can get them in raw aluminum. You could get a, uh, a Banks Ram Air diff cover. Okay. You could get a Banks Monster Ram uh-huh. for your Ram 6.7. Uh-huh. It's a uh, the intake elbow that outperforms. Well, there is All no competition. Them. I mean, there is no competition for the Monster Ram. Um, I think there are probably some other parts you can get in uh, raw aluminum that's similar to Boulder Gray. Or you could just powder coat in Boulder Gray. Well, that's you could do that, too. You could figure out what the uh, powder coat code matched that. It's yeah. pretty unique color. It'd be pretty hard. Yeah, it'd be tough. Yeah. Although... I think Prismatic makes quite a few colors. The Prismatic's pretty solid. Yeah. 
All right, well, if you want a raw aluminum truck part that's going to make your truck better, <laughs> that you can go to uh, your local powder coater and mom and pop business. And I think that's a give super generic money plug for, for banks. And just head right? over to bankspower.com. Listen, Banks Power has so much product yeah. that we shouldn't be focusing on just one. Just go there, oh. type in what your, your make model is, and then see the plethora of options that you have from Banks. Okay, fine. Sure. And, of course, from our favorite tire manufacturer, the Toyo Mud Train. That's the, uh, you've seen it before. It's M slash T, the MT. Um, my favorite is the 35 by 12 and a half by 20, which I've got on the Ford 250 at work. It's, it's an amazing tire. The road handling is incredible off-road. The grip you want, uh, the not water repelling. What, what do we call Sipes? it? Sipes? Sipes. Yeah. Like the high snow. void, high void, clear yes. out the mud. All that. You are. All that. So it does it the best. Your degree in tireology is very uh, very good tonight. I got a showing. C plus. That's right. Yes. The Open Country MT is legendary for its durability, off-road performance, long tread life, and aggressive tread pattern, but it's also something a lot of other MTs aren't, and that's quiet. So if you're looking for a new mud terrain maximum traction tire mm-hmm. for your light truck or SUV, you definitely want to head to ToyoTires.com. <laughs> I'm going on my TRX. That sure. is ToyoTires.com. By the way, did you get the 37s you wanted? So I what? had- so Ever I had happened? With that. So the 35s came on a pallet. Yeah. My 35s are mounted, ready for a trip. Great. That's good. Going on 392, right? Yep. The Motor Trend 392. Yep. Yep. Okay. I got, I got the three, uh, the 35s, and yep. then I called up my John P. over Toyo, yep. and I said, I, I messed up. I messed. I screwed up. Okay. I, so what's the end? We know this part of the story. They, Tell- picked, they picked them up, and 30, they, 37s will be here second week of October. Did you get your wheels yet? No. What wheels are you going with? So there are two new styles that are one coming from who? One from KMC and one from Black Rhino. Okay. And my buddy Ryan over at Wheel Pros doesn't know which one he's going to ship me because he doesn't know if they're going to. Does be he on put the, the Ryan and Rhino? Uh, that's funny. His his yeah, his Instagram is Rhino Ryan. Or okay, Ryan well that is funny. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. <laughs> uh, so he is. Uh, I'm kind of at his mercy at the moment. Okay. He doesn't know which ones will show up in time, and so I, I'm at their mercy. You're at the mercy of the supply chain, actually. Yes. Well, you know what's kind of crazy is I don't hate the stock wheels at all. No, the stock wheels the are stock great. The stock wheels look really good. I'm not a fan of the beadlocks that were on your TRX, and I know they're functional. Beadlock capable. Beadlock capable, sorry. They they work. They they function like they're supposed to, but it's not for me. Really like the- uh, Curb rash is going to be so rad on your TRX, on your all-black wheels. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Uh-huh. So- uh, I think one of the wheels. He's, Are you going to be on supercar fails where you they show you parallel parking your TRX, you're just grinding the face of your wheels yeah, off but I mean, on a look, curb in New York? No, no, no. I mean, it's not like that. I mean, these the, the Toyos are they come out plenty wide, so I'm not going to get any road any any curb. Have you rash. met you? Yes. Okay, I, I'm just checking. Do you know? In my whole life, knock on wood, I've only curb knock on rashed, fake wood. Yeah, not fake wood. I've only curb rashed one wheel. And this was on my Duramax van, my 06 Chevy the Duramax van. The one that van. the bandits uh, drained the fuel the out of fuel. in the middle yes, of the night? exactly. Yeah. And uh, it was getting onto a freeway at night, and I didn't see like this asphalt curb that would just popped up, and I just nicked it. That's the only time I've ever road rashed a, a, uh, a rim. So Keep I, knocking on that wood. I'm, I'm still knocking on that wood. All right. Well, we'll uh, instead of road rashing them, we'll get a chat to the creosote. Those put really good scratches and wheels. Oh, I'd rather awesome. not. Didn't you? Well, you're the person going, I want to go off-road. Take me the off-road. But everywhere but creosote. Okay, so the Mojave Desert's out. Oh, I'm then no, I'm then I'm gonna have to deal with creosote. All right. Well, speaking no, wait of, a minute. Hold on. A speaking second. of out, I'm out because I can't handle this room well, anymore. No, no, the, the, the creosote is just. Are you just like a powder material? Are you talking about it's like like rock formations, like mesquite, like bushes, like oh that like crap. hard like twigs that just go no, down well, the well, side. Then I'm gonna have to deal with it. 
Do you here? Let me let me play this clip for you of what it sounds like. This is this is going to be a uh, this could be a reenactment of Lightning's very first off road trip in the oh, TRX. This is going to be bad. Well, I'm going to take you on this trail. Uh. Uh. Oh, that doesn't yeah, sound good. That a little bit. That's going to be you. Uh, well, I've got uh, XPEL paint protection film on there, although... You're going to need it. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, thick enough to um, keep away a tree branch that's poking at a 45-degree angle directly at the paint and looking to dig me all the way down to the primer. Can't wait to find out. That's going to hurt. It hurts already. I haven't even gone out yet. Preemptively hurts. You know what I'm saying, Ross? This show hurts. Let's go home. Yeah, yeah I agree. The Truck Show Podcast is a production of Motor Trend Group. This podcast was created and produced by Sean Holman and Jay Tillis with production elements by DJ Omar Khan. If you like what you've heard, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And if you're a fan of the Truck Show Podcast, we encourage you to visit and patronize our sponsors. Welcome to Kills Primetime. Kills and Bear Pro are giving you the opportunity to elevate your game by giving away the ultimate pro van. For your chance to win, all you have to do is share a video of your pro painting skills or your best pro level project and show them why you are ready to enter the big time and become an ultimate pro painter. For the second season of the Kills Ultimate Pro Van Contest, we're leveling up from last year alongside Bear Pro and some of the best players in the game. Our Ultimate Pro Van comes fully equipped with storage and organization for both five and one gallon paint containers. Storage for applicators, tape, ladders, sprayers, a washdown station, mini fridge, 24-inch TV, entertainment system, additional exterior LED lights, and a solar panel system to help run it all. Kills, Bear Pro, all of us here at Motor Trend, and all of our incredible partners are super excited to help get you to the big leagues. So click that link and get in here, because the ultimate pro van contest could elevate your game and change your life. You're kills in me, Smalls.